0: From the HopHeads Guide to the Galaxy World Headquarters, located in Northern Colorado, this is the HopHeads Guide podcast. I'm your host, Matt Reber.
1: I'm your co-host, Jake Meiser. Today is part one of our two-part series on beercations. On this episode, we discuss our beercation to Portland, Oregon.
0: Welcome to episode two. Jake How how the, how the hell are you? I'm doing pretty good. How you doing?
1: I'm doing really good, man. I'm uh, I think uh, episode one was a success. Oh yeah, beer trading. Um, nice little way to start off a podcast.
0: Yeah, yeah, it was and you know, we had set our set a goal for ourselves that we wanted at least ten well, I set a goal for yes. ourselves that I would like at least ten people to download it. Didn't really care if they listened to it. To it, I just wanted them to download it. We ended up with twenty two, nice. which was pretty cool. Nice. I think that's a it's a good start. And again, probably one of those was my mom, but that's <laughs> I miss Reaver <rebirth. laughs> That's fine. That's fine with me, man. And um, so let's uh, let's start with our beer. Let's jump right into our beer real quick.
1: Okay, and uh, let's let's get a beer flowing. Um, well, this beer is. Motherland. It's from Hub, a hopworks urban brewery from uh, Portland, Oregon, uh, where we went on our beercation. This episode is about our beercation to Portland. So it's a Russian Imperial Stout. Go ahead and pop it open right now. Get that thing pouring.
0: So uh, Hub was one of the breweries we went to on our on our beercation. And uh, is this the one you brought back, or is this the
1: 2016? No, this is actually the one that we brought back from Portland. Right on. All right. So um, this is rating right now at a 3.9. They release it every year. It's their seasonal beer. It's part of their Imperial Series. Um, It's a fortifying tonic for people, rich and smooth, motherland is as black as a siberian night but warming enough to weather it um that is a black beer man yep uh bittersweet chocolate and warming spices uh answer the call and raise a glass of motherland is their description online uh right now it's uh it has 3900 uh over 3900 check-ins on untapped the average rating is a 3.9 uh they did have this on tap at the brewery um we were there. actually no the survival stout was yeah on it was the survival yeah, yeah. Uh, but this one uh, we we did I bought from the brewery while we were out there on our beercation.
0: and it's it's only nine point eight percent but there's definitely a booziness to it yes definitely oh,
1: I what I like about uh Hopworks is that even if they make a stout they seem to um hop, hop it up just a little bit more than the regular there was there was talks about barreling um, this, and when we're out there, we'll, do, we'll talk about our trip. Um, they did have a barrel room, but, uh, there was n- no other mention. I haven't seen anything about releasing a barrel age edition. They do have a nitro this on nitrous at the brewery right now.
0: Well, then the vanilla is, is really prominent. Yeah. Just, just by itself without the barrels then. Cool. I, I, for some reason just still have the picture of those giant rows of barrels in my, yeah. m- in my mind whenever we visited there. So we, uh, we got some really good feedback from our first show. And we had two or three people that were kind of smart asses, but we actually had one one really good question that I, I didn't even consider whenever we were talking about beer trading. And uh, Mark McCready asked us how we felt about Razzles.
1: Okay, well, for our audience out there, Who doesn't know what a razzle is and i don't think we'd really consider it beer trading razzle is a kind of raffle for uh, a hard to find beer or a whale um the way that a uh, a razzle is usually set up is based off of usually the powerball or megamillion so let's say if i had a bottle of hard to find you know um goose island rare um and I wanted to get rid of it, but I wanted to try to make some good money off of it. I'd probably set up a Razzle online instead of doing an actual trade for trade. And I'd pick a date that the Powerball was usually on or the Mega Millions. And I'd use either the Powerball, uh, Powerball number or the Mega Millions number and sell uh, numbers. So one through 35 um, and do like two bucks each. So 35 people would enter in, send me money for that. And then the drawing would happen. Whatever the Powerball number was, that person won the bottle. Uh, now, two ways of the way you look at it is you could get something really rare for really cheap, but you could also sell something really rare for a lot of money.
0: Yeah, which to me, uh, it's like we said in the in the last episode, any, even if you sell beer, it it takes away from the whole point of trading yes. and it kind of devalues trading a little bit. Not to mention, those brewers put a lot of work into making those beers. And now you're going to probably make more profit off of that one bottle of beer than, than they made off of 10.
1: Now, I've also seen on super rare beer occasions, there is razzles to enter a razzle. So you're paying $5 for to win an entry into the main razzle. You're kidding me. Yeah, so people are making even more money off of it. So that like is if, so greedy. if you do like a five dollar razzle, which there's thirty five numbers off the powerball, you're making a hundred and seventy five bucks. That's ridiculous. Like a twenty dollar bottle of beer. Man, that's now so some I have seen online that I are on Facebook. Uh, it's people to try to raise money. Now you don't know if the raising money is legit. Like one guy was for his daughter's Girl Scout troop, so they could go on this trip, and there he did get seem like a lot of money and. You know, there was a lot of people that were commenting like, hey, this guy's true to form. He is doing this like this money is getting donated, um, which okay, I thought that was cool. Like, yeah, like if if I had a friend or a buddy who got cancer and, you know, he didn't have a job, had to pay medical bills. Yeah, maybe I'll pull out a bottle and throw a razzle for him just to try to get some extra money. But right. Why not get a couple people to donate bottles and just have a regular raffle? Or just get together, have a bottle share, and have have everybody throw in five bucks in a into a hat. Yeah, you know, at least
0: everybody gets to enjoy the beer that way. Yeah,
1: so it's just uh, it's one of my things that I really uh, don't like. Um, I, especially people who are trying to make a huge profit off of um, a brewer's bottle that he worked, you know, he put his blood and sweat into, and you know sold it for 20 bucks and maybe it was only like a hundred bottles that he you know produced and sold and now they're selling for 175 to 300 yeah
0: you know. yeah it's i don't know like i say it it devalues trading and it and it it's not fair to the brewers those guys put their blood sweat and tears into making that beer yeah only to see someone else make a bigger profit off of it it If you're someone who's truly a beer lover, I don't think you would you would do that. I mean, I don't think it's something that you would sacrifice the the brewer or what the respect you have for the brewer for a little bit of money. Yeah. Now if
1: if it was like a legit charity. Like if someone For a legit legitimate charity, I can see that. And I
0: and to me, I think if you get the brewer's you know, you get the brewers involved in
1: that and like let them know. He pulls that out of his cellar. Yeah, saying, like, let hey. them know.
0: Hey, I'm going to do this for a charity. I'd like to. I'd like to do a razzle for it. To me, if you have the support of the brewer, go for it. That that's that's fine. But I guarantee you, there aren't people out there that are doing it for charity. Yeah. Charity every single time. And one of the one of the comments um, Mark made, and Mark actually is a guy that I had traded with. Um, it's not even been a year ago. Um really good guy, really good trader. And one of the comments he made is that he's entered several and, and only one one of them. Um and then it's so it's something that, you know, you're you're throwing money out on and he's actually given himself a limit. He tells he says, uh, "This is how much I can spend on Razzles, Kind of like I have a beer budget or yeah. I mean, it's 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 something that the guys are doing. I mean, it's it people are are out there trying to enter these things to get these whales and uh I think I think there's better ways to do it. I have no I have no ill will for the people who are out there throwing $5 at it. But at the same time, I do kind of have a bad taste in my mouth for those guys that are that are making money off of this. Yeah, like
1: as I did say before, if it was and it would have to be somebody that I well-known that would have one, like one of my the guys I regularly trade with. If they had a razzle and they said, oh, hey, I'm trying to do this for my kids, he has to come up with a fundraiser and, oh, hey, yeah, here's my five bucks, get a number. Yeah. I like the gambling aspect of it, but I just don't like that. People, some people are doing it just because like, they were in line for two hours and got... Um, a bottle of 2016 Chaos, uh, you know, from Ram, and they're keeping one bottle, and they're gonna make 100, 200, 300 dollars off the second bottle.
0: Yeah, they're they're trying to. Oh well, my time is worth something because I stood yeah. in line for this. Well,
1: yeah, you probably get paid 15 bucks an hour at yeah. your regular job. How about I just give you 30 yeah. bucks?
0: <laughs> Guarantee you there's a lot of people standing in line that are getting paid at that time. They didn't clock out of their jobs and yeah. they just took off. So, well. I, for one, I want to thank everyone who did listen to the first episode. We did get a lot of support. Uh, our trading group gave us a lot of support and was uh, very encouraging uh, we had several people share it and and that was that was all great. So I want to I just want to tell everyone that we do appreciate for our first episode. We saw it as a great success oh, yeah. and uh, we want to we want keep to keep it up, keep the momentum going. And um we're also on iTunes now. Nice. Uh we were we were approved through iTunes, which is a arduous process. Like well, I d-
1: I think we only said the word bomb twice and our <laughs> limit yeah. is three. Yeah,
0: and so I think we made it just barely <laughs> under the limit. And it's uh it that was cool. I I mean, I didn't realize that you had to go through so much to get your podcast accepted by iTunes. They actually had people that listen to the whole episode. So technically we probably had twenty three people listen 23 to it. Twenty three listeners. If you count the guy at iTunes that had
1: to had to listen, <laughs> sit through the two hours going, "Oh my god, you guys!" <laughs> <laughs> I don't even like beer. <laughs> you know, like, I what's a brewery? Home.
0: So, with that said, uh, you can find us on iTunes, and the the best thing you can do for us um, is give us feedback, uh, give us comments, email us. You can email us at podcast at hopheadsguide And, um, also subscribe when you subscribe, you get updated on anything that's going on and any new episodes that we put out. Uh, we got a lot of, lot of cool stuff planned. So if you, if you do that kind of stuff, it helps us out as well, especially rating us on iTunes, uh, really helps us out. So if you like what we're doing, make sure you rate us. And I'm gonna leave that plug alone, and we'll <laughs> move on from there.
1: Well, to plug something else, so I actually saw there was a new product in the Hophead store.
0: There is a new product in the Hophead store. Um, we just uh, were able to get in some Pop and Stops. So Pop and Stop is a uh, it's a it's a bottle opener, but it's also a cap for your beer bottle. So if you have a bomber um, like the one we're drinking today. Um, let's say you're home alone and you really want to to crack this bomber open, but you know I'm not going to be able to finish it tonight. Well, you can pop this bottle open, throw the pop and stop on top. It's got a silicone uh, pad or seal on the top of it. You just slide across the top and it will seal the bottle. They say for up to 48 hours. So we actually have a bottle um, that I popped open um 48 hours ago and jake's gonna go grab that right now but with the pop and stop basically what you do is you pop your bottle open and you pour your beer and then you slide slide the um the pop and stop on top of it and it will keep any bottle that has the standard crown neck sealed um they do also make one for the european style bottles uh, I haven't ordered those yet. I wanted to kind of try out the pop and stop and see how it did.
1: No, I do have a European one, and I have not yet
0: found a bottle I could use it on yet. Even the the regular European style bottles, it yeah, won't they,
1: fit on. Sometimes the neck is just designed a little differently. There, the top is a little too thick. Right. That I have not used it once yet. Yeah. So it's just kind of u- been used as a bottle opener more than an actual. Um, so pop and stop.
0: the silicone seal on the top, it does seal well. I mean, yeah. it's uh <laughs> You look like you're having a hard time it there. It can be kind of tough to get off of there, but oh, you, there, you go. there is carbonation inside that bottle. So we're just going to pour out the rest. Um, I actually had a, a uh, barrel-aged Mexican acromatic that uh, I had picked up from Weldworks. Um, I opened it two days ago, poured out about a oh, little over half of the bottle. And uh, decided to give it a try, and it's still carbonated. There's still uh, there's still a pretty decent head on there. It's actually a lot. Yeah, uh. I'm I'm actually really surprised there's still bubbles, uh, and uh, I don't get any oxidation from it at all. So you know, sitting two days in the fridge, it's still still carbonated, no oxidation. Uh, you can. You can actually purchase the pop and stop now at the Hopheads Guide to the Galaxy store. So you can just visit com and click on the store page. And we have t shirts, we have the pop and stops. I also sell uh, playing cards. We have bicycle playing cards that have uh, different brewery logos. Uh, quite a few from Colorado participated in that as well. And, uh, Basically, this helps the bottom line of the Hopheads Guide to the Galaxy. Also helps the bottom line of the Hopheads Guide podcast, and keeps beer in our faces, and it also keeps us just talking about them, and keeps us talking about beer. So, if you like what we're doing, um, anything that you purchase on our website goes directly to the bottom line of this show. It does not go to uh, supporting our razzle habit. I can tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> so, but again, I just want to sincerely thank everyone who did uh, who did listen to the show and who supported us in that first episode
1: well one thing um, I did not uh, well I would use a pop and stop for uh, for those people out there that do seller beer and may have something two years old and that's like a 15% and you want to go ahead and pop it open and see how good it is yeah yeah pop it open pour out a little bit throw that pop and stop back in put it back in your fridge try out the beer hey that beer may have went bad at least you're finding out now, not with a group of people. Yeah, and then kind of keep that pop and stop on, and you know, take it to a take it to a bottle, bottle share. share yeah. You know, now you know and it's how it's going to taste. These are
0: great for bottle shares because you may have multiple bottles open at a yes. time, and you can pop the um, put the pop and stop right on the top of the bottle, and and keep things carbonated while while other people or other things are going on. It also works really well as a marker. So if you have um, you know a, a beer that. You've got at the at the bottle share that you've you've popped open. You've tried it. You know it's good. And now you can designate it as that's you know that's the next one in line or that's your bottle. Yep. Whatever you want to do. They come in different colors. So um, it's a it's a good product. I actually Jake got the first one I saw at uh, Great American Beer Festival two years ago, and I saw him running around uh, GABF and. Honestly, I was like, "Oh man, what? When am I ever going to use something like that? I don't need a something to put on the top of my bottle." But as time goes on, especially with the hours that Jake and I work, there are times that I come home and I just want a strong beer, but
1: you don't want to drink. I don't want to drink
0: twenty-two <laughs> ounces of it. So this this has already come in handy. I mean, I, I can see, I can see this uh, being a very useful tool. I I would like to do some more experiments with the European bottle um, version of it, see if we can get it to work properly and what kind of bottles it does work on. That's something that I could see being beneficial if we can get it to work right. And
1: there's been times I popped open, I thought it would work perfectly, popped open the European bottle, it was like a 15% triple, start pouring out and then I go put the pop and stop on I'm like, oh man, I'm going to have to drink this whole thing tonight. And,
0: oh. oh, darn. Oh, darn. And it, that is, I mean, and that's the thing. You don't know until you get the, the crown off of yeah. it, whether or not. But if you have anything that has the standard crown, like you would find on a 12-ounce bottle or a bomber, uh, you shouldn't have any problems with it. In fact, um, Jake's used it on pretty much every bomber you can Actually, imagine.
1: I, after the, I, I bought one of each. um, After just having the one, I felt like I would want more just because it was opposite, uh, a great option to have to go okay i want this beer but i want to drink the whole thing yeah but then it came to another bomber because if you trade beer a lot a lot of the beers is coming in bombers so you're like oh i kind of want to try this out but same thing i would like a beer from it so but i only had one pop and stop so i had to go off of like a little strategy of okay i want to drink part of this beer and then drink a couple 12 ounce beers of this right but the only thing i ever told you was the band i wish i had four or five of these just so i could kind of keep a rotation of different beers around yeah
0: and i mean that's an easily a little over 48 hours since i opened that beer that's and awesome for it to still be carbonated the way it is we'll have to taste it once we finish up with this mother load and see see exactly how how well it turned out but um you know let's let's dive right into today's subject which is beercations? The beercation. The beercation. Now this is part of a two-part series of um, where we're going to basically discuss beercations, our experience with beercations, and then give you some pointers on how to plan your own beercation successfully. Uh, we, I think, we learned a lot in our trip to yes. Portland, and our our last trip was to Portland. Which was actually right out a year ago. Yep, and um, it was some place that Jake and I had always wanted to go to.
1: Yeah, and yeah. That um, Portland's always won uh, Beer City. Uh, I think like four years in a row, and I think they did that. It was always based off of uh, number of breweries, uh, number of people, and the actual uh, quality of beer. And uh, Fort Collins, Colorado always came in, like, a close second or third. You yeah. Asheville. Um, but Portland was always one of those. And I think that's the only reason I found out about, like, Portland was when Fort Collins lost. And I'm like, why does Portland get number one? So I started researching on how many brews they actually had. Yeah. And the quality of beer that was coming out of there.
0: And when we were doing research for this, um, this trip, <laughs> it took – it was – months of research that we did and it seemed like every time i was i'd do a new search a new brewery would pop up (laughs) i was just like all right listen we need to narrow this down to the best rated ones the ones that we feel like are worth going to and what i finally ended up doing was breaking the city up into segments so i was i i essentially broke it up into four squares And we were going to tackle all four of these squares in the time that we had. And I I feel like we were pretty successful in that.
1: I thought the trip was well organized, well planned. I mean, I remember you'd come to work and be like, hey, dude, this is day one. Look at it. And then I'd be like, well, but this place is over there. I know it's over there, but this one's rated higher. (laughs) We may so. have to go a little out of our way, which
0: what we learned about Portland is a little out of your way really isn't that yeah, far. <laughs> as long as you're in like the same little districts yeah. of, of Portland, which if you've never been to Portland, it's broke up into basically little neighborhoods or districts. Um, and each little neighborhood and district has its own personality and yes. its own attitude to it and uh, its own different variety of hipster, which I, I thought that was... Really cool because you go from one side to the other and it's a whole different vibe and a whole different environment.
1: Actually, going to like the hipster, like uh, when we first got there day one, right from the plane, uh, right off the plane, we had to wait for our other crew, uh, group to get there from Arkansas. Yeah. Um, so we went and ate uh, near the airport, this little stop, uh, little restaurant called Par- uh, Parkstone, Wood Kitchen and Taps. Yeah. And I think the only reason we stopped there is because they had Taps. It had the name Taps in In the name. So we knew they had beer. Yeah.
0: That one (laughs) was actually the only
1: thing we didn't have planned. Yeah. And we
0: realized, okay,
1: we had, what, three hours to kill? But what got me about the hipster idea was that neighborhood right by the airport. It was very hipster. It was very hipster. Yeah. Like the design of the building. I felt like my pants
0: were not tight enough. Yeah. For sure.
1: Oh, dude. We were just all, yeah, we just worked the night shift the night before Stayed got up went got directly and got onto a
0: plane yeah, like barely made the plane well our flight left at nine forty five i think
1: no I thought it was like eight forty was it eight forty yeah we it was barely, early we It barely was got way got too to the early at like seven forty or almost yep. eight o'clock we ran from the parking lot right. <laughs> to the terminal as we checked in like to get our tickets, the lady was like, you're leaving for – Port. oh, you guys need to go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we thought – we were like, oh, we'll have plenty
0: yeah. of time. We get off work at 6, 6 a.m., by the way. Yeah. So we get off work at six in the morning. We'll go straight to the airport. This will be great. We'll sleep on the plane. <laughs> we were so excited. We did not sleep. I don't think a wink on the plane. Oh no.
1: I I maybe dozed off for ten or fifteen minutes. I think I was still going through like the list of breweries you had <laughs> on my phone, going. Yeah. Okay, I got to make sure he's right on this one, cause I, you know, I don't want to miss something. <laughs> guess <him. laughs> So I was like, he's asleep right now. If I if he wakes up, I could be like, hey hey hey, dude, did you look at this one? Yeah. <laughs> like, so.
0: Um, But Parkstone was a cool place. It was just a tap house restaurant. um, But they had only Oregon, Washington beers on tap. And so it was a great introduction. We got off the plane. We went straight to this place. Well, rental car place, then straight to this place. And it was uh, was a great introduction, and it got us excited because we were looking at only Washington and Oregon beers. Yeah. And I don't know.
1: It was decent food. Decent I th- food, th- yeah. yeah. Well, we just stayed up the whole. You know, we were up right then about 24 hours. Yeah, so and I was
0: starving at that yeah. point. I was on the verge of, of, like, all right, I either need to eat or just pass out and go to bed. Like, I got to get some energy somehow.
1: Yeah, but I still got that total, like, hipster vibe from the place. And <laughs> like hipster. <laughs> yeah, Every
0: every waiter and waitress was either bearded or skinny jeaned yes i i think that was the the standard the standard uniform yeah i i definitely Uh, like i said my pants were not tight enough and then of course
1: uh we got the other crew coming in and got them all picked up and this is the first time i met the guys from arkansas um matt knows them um from going on a little trip back home yeah so
0: i met um i met ben and philip uh i actually got set up on a play date with ben through my, again my mom, um, my I was coming into town, and this woman that uh, my mom works with basically was telling her how much her husband likes craft beer, and my mom was like, "Oh, well, my son loves craft craft beer. He writes a blog about craft beer. He brews. He he would they would get along fine. So my mom set up a play date for me <laughs> with Ben." And we hung out, and ever since then, any time we get a chance to hang out together, we do it. And uh, Ben was actually the one that came up with the idea of going on a beercation.
1: Well, that was kind of his, like, technically second beercation, right? Because he came out to Colorado. He
0: came out to Colorado. Him and Philip came out to Colorado, and uh, we hit up. Man, we tore it up in the, I think, four days that they were here. Um, Our buddy Kenny. Kenny spent a day with us, and... That
1: was a riot. And yeah, the uh, only reason I didn't get a chance to actually meet him then was my child was being born. Yeah, that was, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> that was when Charlotte was being born. Yep, and it was actually funny because you guys were down at Grimm's Brothers in Loveland, and we're at the the uh, hospital in Loveland, and there wasn't like the people were like, oh, we're going to induce her here in a couple hours, but it's probably going to be like eight to fourteen hours till she gives birth, and I'm like, eh. I could go have a beer. I could probably bring that up. They just checked in at Grimm's Brothers. I could run down there. And I kind of just mentioned, oh, yeah, Matt and his buddies from out of town are having a beer at Grimm's Brothers. And she looks at me and goes, no. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I could
0: kind of understand why she would restrict you from doing <laughs> that. But, yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, but, yeah, anyway, Ben kind of put together the idea of of a beercation and, and we just kind of jumped on. We we tagged along and we honestly we kind of turned it turned it into our own thing, and then at that point they were just along for the ride. Yeah, but uh once we picked them up, uh we did not waste any time.
1: Oh yeah, it was not like let's go back to the yeah. the house or the hotel and get settled in. No, it was straight to a straight brewery. to a
0: brewery. the The brewery that we had chose opened at one o'clock and. It was like twelve fifteen, Yep. And we were like, all right, well, they should be open by the time we get there. And it was inner Stormbreaker into the, into the, into the, or was not Stormbreaker? Yeah, it was Stormbreaker. Stormbreaker into yeah, the GPS. inner Stormbreaker into the GPS and roll. Well,
1: I think the first one actually you wanted to go to was Breakside, but they didn't open till 2. They didn't open till 2, yeah. So that was, yep. it was like, hey, we got to change our plans around because I think we were planning on going back to the house. And that was initially s- the plan, and they got yeah. in. They got in. They threw their bags in. They're like, "We're going straight to a brewery, right?" Yeah. And we kind of looked at each other, like, "Yeah." And then we had, like started going to like Facebook and seeing <laughs> what was open. <laughs> yeah, we did end up shifting. Actually, we
0: did that a few times on the trip where we ended up shifting order around just because you look at something on Google and it tells you they open at one, and then you find out, well, no, actually yeah, they don't open until, until two That's or on three, Tuesdays or, and Thursdays. Yeah. So, you, that's one thing that I learned is you got to have, it's good to have a good good list and a good plan yep. of where you want to go. That way, when things change, you know, all right, we're not going here. We're going to move somewhere yeah. else. So, what did you think uh, of Stormbreaker? I enjoyed Stormbreaker. It's a, um, the tap room was not what I expected. Essentially, because that was the first brewery that we went to in Portland. Yeah. But the neighborhood that it was in is really cool, yeah. although the parking was atrocious. We yeah. had to park, like, three blocks away just to get there. And um, But the tap room was just really laid back. They had a tent built in, like, what would be their beer garden. So, essentially, they had, like, a heated beer garden. <laughs> and tap taproom's really small. Uh, but I think they had... If I remember correctly, they had twelve to fourteen beers on tap, so they had plenty of selection.
1: Well, a lot of them were different variants of stuff they already made. True, um, which we got their standard taster tray, and I think we got two of them and shared amongst the group. Which we did
0: a lot of that while we were there. We yeah. we just Jake and I just kind of agreed. All right, here's what we're gonna do. We're yeah. gonna share a taster tray and a pint. Yep, because we got a lot of breweries to go to. Yeah. A lot and
1: of and beers. If to we try. don't, if we get the taster tray and there's not a beer that's uh like these are all right we really don't need a pint then we go on to the next one you know don't be like thinking you need to get a pint just to have a pint just get the taster tray try Which rarely it yep. rarely happens and try the beers out um yeah. when i went through my check-ins from last year a lot of their ipas stood out more um than their stouts and their browns. Um, which one. I thought was kind of cool. Um, one that really stood out was their triple double, which is their triple IPA. I just yeah. remember thinking that thing was a, the bomb. But at rating, really high. I think it was like an eight to nine percent. I didn't want to start off like without sleep. Yeah, to get a full pint of that. Right. So I I ended up skipping all out on that. But what kind of got me about the brewery was right across the street was these little shacks, and I was like. Do you guys have food? And she goes, oh, there's food trucks outside. Yeah. And I go, I don't see a single food. It goes, go across the street. Those are food trucks. I was like, yeah, but they're not trucks. They're little shacks. Yeah. In Portland, that's what they could have. They have to be mobile, but they could be in one place. Yes.
0: And which, when we were doing a lot of research, we kept seeing food trucks and how popular food trucks were. And we thought, okay, great. We don't have to worry about food. Yeah. Because every brewery we go to is going to have a food truck. Not necessarily true. (laughs) Every brewery you go to has a food truck parking lot, yeah. I guess you could call it, somewhere in that area. Yeah. And that's what they are. They're just like a commune of food trucks that live in this parking
1: lot forever. Yeah, and they're permanently like attached to the ground. Yeah, some of them aren't even food trucks. Yeah, they're just they're like a shack yeah. with wheels on the they side. They go to Home Depot. They buy a Home Depot <laughs> shack. They yeah. cut a window in the side of yeah. it, and they call it a food truck. And they put wheels on the side that don't do anything. <laughs> yes, it does have to have wheels yeah. to technically call it a food
0: truck. But um, Stormbreaker was good. Uh, we didn't spend much time there because we were excited. We had, we, we were just really stoked to get there, and we finished our taster tray. And oh, it was like nothing. Yeah, I mean we were in and out of there in probably less than an hour, which it, you know, looking back on it, I'm I'm really not that disappointed that we were out of there that quickly because we can get Stormbreaker beer here yes. anytime. For me, that was just okay, I know about Stormbreaker, I've had their beers, I gotta see their tap room. Yep. And we did it, we crossed it off the list and yep. it was on to on to the next.
1: Um which, which was, was a Breakside. Breakside, yeah. Now, Breakside for me was a cool uh, little location, um, and for me, it actually reminded me of a, a more of a local brewery called, uh, you know, New Belgium. And what's that now? New Belgium Brewing. New Belgium. Rings the bell. <laughs> Just right down the road. Yeah. <laughs> but they're more uh, based off of the, you know, not that many parking spaces, but a lot of places to park your bike. Um, I love yeah. A really cool brewery uh opened and a up totally really well. different neighborhood totally different neighborhood and actually and that neighborhood
0: like i think was called the denver the denver district oh was it yeah yeah it yeah. Wasn't,
1: wasn't only like really like six to eight blocks away though
0: um it took us yeah it wasn't far i think it took us about
1: 10 minutes yeah. to get over there it wasn't wasn't far at all so it kinda the hardest thing we had again was finding parking, parking. yeah which yeah. the guy was like, Well, why didn't you ride your bikes? So I was like, Well, it would have been a long ride from Denver. Yeah. And we <laughs> didn't have a bike for five <laughs> or six. <laughs> six. six. six we us. didn't have a
0: bike for six. So, you know, if we had a, a bicycle made for six, maybe we had. And they did. They actually had a garage for bikes yep. outside so that the people that the hipsters, I call them yeah. people, but they're yeah. not people, they're hipsters, uh, that rode their bikes, um, they had a little awning to yeah, keep their and bikes dry.
1: The awning actually grew plants, and then the water ran and, down. Yep. So it, when the plants got overwatered, the water would run down to another area and water more plants.
0: Yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> we stood there and looked at that for probably <laughs> like, like, like fifteen minutes <laughs> trying to hell figure is that this out. Crap? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we didn't spend a whole lot more time at Stormbreaker. Um, we did a taster tray. Oh, you mean? Or I mean, breakside. Yep. Yeah. We uh we did a, a two taster trays two that we shared so th- three of group. us yeah and um it was I actually don't know did, did you have anything that
1: really stood out to you uh for me they had a barley wine that was barrel aged oh yeah you're all about the barley wine that actually was really good it really stood out because they're IPAs I've had their IPAs and it was for me I thought they would have some IPA on tap that was just you know limited to local you know yeah and they really didn't it was all the stuff I've had before so. Um, I was kind of disappointed in that, but I'd never had any of their barley wines or anything else like that, so um, that that was nice to actually try. Yeah. Um, I actually, you know, my check-ins there were, you know, minimal. Um, nothing really stood out, but I loved the location. The food there smelled awesome, but we weren't planning on eating yeah. there. So, um, and I thought it was cool that they had the the garage stores set up. Which, if I would open a brewery, that's what I would have. So you'd have those large garage doors. Yeah, that you could just open up the brewery. Like it was a little chilly air. that first day we got yeah. there,
0: so they didn't. But that that brewery actually, or that that was actually just one of their tap rooms, I believe. Yeah. So it it was large. They had a whole upstairs area yep. that opened up as well, and you know that first, those first like three breweries we went to was overwhelming for me because we had two people with us that weren't into craft beer and didn't know anything about craft beer yeah i felt bad for you because it was just a barrage just of questions questions
1: after question what after is this question.
0: what is a pale ale
1: yeah what is a stout yeah. why I is this beer darker f- than this beer one guy actually after he had the whole taster tray finally goes i'm a hop head yeah that was <laughs> that was a pop pop yep Pop Pop was so excited that he found out that he loves hoppy beer. Yeah, and S- after that he was just like, "Do you have an IPA?" Would yeah, you- oh, that's <laughs> the first I'm a, question. I'm
0: a Hoppet. I'm a hoppin. Yeah. So we had um we had our my friend Philip and Ben. Yep. And Philip had two friends that that came along with him, uh, Jeff and Pop Pop. Yep. I still don't know Pop Pop's real name to this day Pop-Pop. because. We called him Pop Pop from the
1: whole trip. Pretty much the whole trip.
0: Yeah. I, he said his name at some point, but, but they call me
1: Pop Pop. Yeah, and that was but <laughs> he said they called me
0: Pop Pop, and that was him forever. Yep. Uh, but any- anyway, um, yeah, Pop Pop declared himself a hophead at at uh, Breakside. Yeah, and. From there on out, he was a hophead. Oh yeah,
1: that's anybody can. Oh, what would you like to drink? He's. I'm like, a hophead. I'm a hophead. What yeah. do you got for me? Like, all <laughs> t- like, well, we have a couple different IPAs. He's like, yeah. okay, I'll take those. <laughs> yeah.
0: So for me, not only because we were tired and we were just hopped up on adrenaline, and I was, I decided that I was going to drive that day. Um, that whole like that, those first two breweries were just kind of a blur for me. Yeah. But I got to check them off the list because they were both breweries that I'd tried before that
1: I just wanted to go and check them out. uh, But that neighborhood was really cool. Actually, um, the the third place was not on the list. As we walked out, it actually said um, Oregon Public House Brewery. Right. Which was like four doors down. And we decided, hey, let's go check that place out. And that wasn't one that was on our list. Um, Now... Well, I think
0: it was. I think it was either Ben or Pop Pop that that saw that place yeah, and had, wanted to go down there. Yep. Yeah,
1: um, they only brewed two beers. Were which um, that place was a little weird to me. It for me it actually would rather been like if that was the Denver district. Um, uh, Breakside would be hipster Boulder area, and Oregon Public House would be hippie. Boulder area.
0: It was really hippie. <laughs> it was. There was a lot of ponchos in that oh place. Oh, yeah. It was yeah. like,
1: even smelled of like hippie as you walked into the door. Dude, they I had patchouli I, burning as uh, you walked in the well, door. Well, I think that's as the door like bell rang to let no people. It was like, hippie. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but they are a non-profit. They were so, non yeah. So anything they made off their beer that they brewed um, got donated to charity. Yeah. Which was pretty awesome. But what was uh, really cool about it, the two beers that they had on tap that was beers that they brew were actually really good. Yeah, um, they were. They were both. They had a sluggers. lager and an IPA, and that lager was like, if it was 95 out or even 100 plus, was a perfect lagered beer. Yeah. Like, it. that was when I was like, holy crap, like, I thought, right. oh, no, this is going to be terrible. Let's get in and out of here. And
0: the girl behind the bar, it was actually the one that suggested that to you, because we were, we were basically talking about, well, if... If you are a good brewer, you have a good lager and she yeah. boom. She was like, like "Well, then you ours. have to try our lager." lager. Yep. And she was she was awesome. Yeah. She not only went into detail about like helping us kind of think about our trip, but also talking about just the Portland beer scene in general. Yeah. She was awesome. And um, you know, one one cool thing that I do want to mention about about the Oregon Public House is at the time that we had gone there uh, or when we went there, they opened in 2013, and they had already contributed over a hundred thousand dollars of their profits to charity. Nice. So in two years, three years, they had had already contributed over a hundred thousand dollars in profit. You know that's that's a good thing. That's that's really cool to see, and to see somebody still be able to pay their employees and and run as a business and yeah. give everything else to charity. That's cool um despite the fact that the place smelled like patchouli and and burgers because <laughs> there was a there was a like a brew pub portion of it in the back yeah that i, I kept walking back there and i'm like man i'm hungry all of a sudden because i kept smelling their burgers that were that were make, they were making so oh and also uh their tap list is modernized so if you ever decide to go you can check out their tap list Oh, they actually put that online. Yeah, they're on digital pour. Oh, okay. Yeah, so you can if you have the digital pour app, you can you can pull that up too. That's so awesome. You yeah, so you can check out and see. 'Cause and they were the same way. They had um Just local, Oregon. Just local Oregon. I think they had a couple of Washington, Washington beers, but almost yeah. everything was either Portland or Oregon centralized. Yeah. So It was really cool. And uh and then we, we didn't spend much time there either.
1: Yeah, it was just. I think I only got the two tasters, one of the logger, one of their IPA, and I shared them with Jeff. And then I think that was it. That yeah, was I had
0: right a, off. I had a taster. Yeah, that was it. I tasted the logger. Um, yeah, I
1: think she just poured maybe like two of each or three of each for yeah. us, and then yeah, it was tasted out the door.
0: So. Yeah, yeah, and and we moved on to uh, ex novo, another
1: nonprofit.
0: Oh yes. Yeah.
1: Which yeah, which that place compared to place to place, totally different worlds. Yeah, uh, like yeah. Exnovo was like an awesome building. That uh, was a
0: different neighborhood. That did take us a little while to get over yes. there, um, and GPS lied to us <laughs> and was <laughs> like, "It's it's right here to your left. Park yeah. here." We parked. So we parked, and, so we, we parked man, and a it line was
1: line to get in that brewery. It <laughs> Ended up being like some bakery or bakery something. <laughs> or something.
0: Yeah. <laughs> And we ended up walking probably close to a mile to actually get to the brewery, yeah. I, I would say. Five but, or six blocks. I would but it was, it was okay. We needed to get out, get the fresh air. At least I needed to because at that point I'd been driving and I was limiting myself because I was driving. And I was like, all right, I need to like get some fresh air. I've been up. I worked all night now i'm still awake I, like, yep. I need to get some fresh air so it was good to kind of walk yeah
1: it was good to move around and during that whole time walking i actually got to met, meet some of the guys a little bit more because this is the first time yeah i ever met any of them so it was kind of like nice to talk to them and and then after kind of saying oh yeah you know i brew same as you and so it kind of yeah helped shift some of the questions when we were tasting of like oh so what makes us this and what makes us that sort right of, Having everybody keep looking at you like for yeah. questions and answers.
0: Yeah, it was uh, <laughs> it was ridiculous that first like two or three breweries. But I loved Ex Novo. Yes, I loved their tap room. Their tap room is enormous.
1: Yes, uh, they had. You know what that reminded me of was like a different setup of Wibby. the same concrete kind of building, mm-hmm. same kind yeah. of garage door, very style. similar. Yeah, yeah.
0: and uh, except adding upstairs. Yeah because they oh, yeah. had an upstairs area and they had a really cool overlook of their brewing area. Yes. You could go up there and just kind of like hang out and watch and see what was going on in their brewing area, which for me was nice because I could take the novices up there and just be like, "Okay, this is what a brewery yeah. looks like. That's what this does. This. That's your that's your mash tun, that's your fermenter, that's your that's your, where they boil the beer." Like I could explain it to them and now they had a grasp in their yeah. head of of how it exact how it worked exactly and they stopped asking me so many questions which to me was was good Um, but the food was really good too uh they had a a cheese sampler that was actually really good cheese and beer pairing so if
1: you ordered it they gave you i think it was four different kind of cheeses well you got to select the cheeses and then they paired Paired beer with it it. but that was you couldn't pick the beer it was a specific beer that for, one, that, for cheese. that cheese for that cheese. Yeah. Um I just I think I got their taster tray and a couple guys got pints, but it was Phil that ordered the the beer and cheese thing and Jeff too. And Jeff. So and they
0: they ordered two different ones. Yep. Jeff ordered one and Phil
1: ordered And one. I tried I probably maybe like two different cheeses I, with the beer that they had like I think I drank the beer off the taster tray. I was like, "Eh, this is all right." But then when I had it paired with the cheese, it was like, it's "Oh, this is, phen- this is phenomenal. Yeah. This is the best beer ever." Yeah. With this cheese <laughs> <laughs> as long as you put it with this cheese, like if I have a grilled drink. cheese <laughs> with this cheese, I want this beer, yeah,
0: so. well, there were a couple beers that that stuck out to me uh, they had a schwartz beer, oh yeah, that that to me was awesome again, if you can lager a good beer, then you're doing things right, and um then they also had one of your favorites, a barley wine that that really stood out to me the um um the nevermore barley wine uh that was that was one that that i enjoyed
1: yeah, i actually gave that a really high uh rating i think um, there was another beer um they had a, a decent esb i wasn't too amazed about it it was their brown uh her majesty's pleasure yeah that i remember that, that one too. it almost yeah. like it was kind of weird because i was thinking for portland hearing that they have great IPAs, that every single place would have these phenomenal IPAs. And that was the one place that their paleos and IPAs were eh. Yeah. But their barley wines and their Browns and the beers were yeah. just like were yeah. off the charts.
0: Well and that was what actually kind of for me I I realized that at that place because at that point we had already had two or three German style loggers. Yeah. But darker German style loggers. And I was starting to think I'm like, Is is this a is this just a trend for this area? Are there a lot of German people in this area and that's why they brew those beers? So it seemed like net from that point on every place that I went, I was looking for those those Dunkels and Schwarzbeers and Box and anything that I could I could really Really fine and, and trying them out. Um, for me, the barley wine what stood out the most was the fact that it was actually fairly hoppy. It was like sixty eight IBUs, I think, or sixty five maybe, yeah.
1: and it was pretty hoppy for a barley wine. It was hoppy, but it like blended well. It did like blend it well. Did, it yeah. wasn't like it wasn't too hoppy that it made the barley wine part of it just not really taste at all yeah but you could taste both uh the barley wine part of it and the hoppiness of the hops you know the bitterness yeah um which i thought that was the awesome. hoppiness of yeah, the hops ho- hoppiness of the
0: hops yeah well we just lost a couple listeners right there oh, oh they, wow. you said hoppiness not, of the hops it's not like they're drinking a hop uh, <laughs> angle, man. these hops really make it hoppy.
1: <laughs>
0: that's what i love about hops they make it happy um but from there, uh, Jeff started getting a little hangry. Yep. Uh he Super did, hangry. Yeah, super hangry. He turned into a incredible hawk of hangry. He decided that beer and cheese pairings was not enough for him. Yep. So, so the the venture, I think we
1: had one more planned off of
0: that. We did. We had one more planned from there and it was it was close. So from there we were gonna move downtown. Yeah. And um, try to get closer to the house because at that point it was, I don't know, five thirty four thirty five 435 o'clock. Yeah,
1: Cause that place was hopping. Like it uh, was busy. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: And by the time we left, there were people waiting to get our table. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we decided to move on and, and start heading towards the restaurant, which Phil was in charge of, of our, food. our restaurant yes. selections.
1: Oh boy! Which uh, we love, Phil. Phil. Yes, Phil. We love you, buddy. Uh, uh, yeah, but when you go, uh, <laughs> if you have a beercation and one of them's a fruity, don't let him pick the restaurants. Because he's going to pick the restaurants that have the two-hour wait. Yes, which we
0: did end up. All right, here's the deal, man. I would not, have, I would not <laughs> have bothered me to wait two hours for that restaurant if Jeff hadn't been bitching about being hungry. Yeah, the incessantly whole time. I'm so hungry. When are we going to eat? I need to eat. Oh, my God. Uh, I can't believe we haven't eaten all day. Blah, 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 blah. And, and this whole time we're trying to explain to him, dude, you literally just walked past. 18 probably food trucks. Like, <laughs> probably more than 18. We're probably talking hundreds of food trucks. Like You had every opportunity to eat that you could have imagined. And uh, so we had to wait a little while to get into the, uh, the restaurant, um, which was called. The oven and shaker. Yeah. And, uh,
1: it's kind of a pizza place, right? Yeah. Uh, I
0: think it was supposed to be a pizza place. It yeah. was very, um, upscale. And I don't know. If, if it were me, I wouldn't have picked that place. Yeah. I'm, I would
1: have probably just picked a burger, quick burger stop. Here's the thing
0: Phil, Phil. is a foodie. Yep. We love you, Phil. But, um, yeah, he he picked a he picked a r- little bit more fancy <laughs> place. We had to wait a little bit longer. We Jake and I shared a pizza that had garbanzo beans oh on God. it. God. Which yeah, we, we were like, all right, we're just going to order a pizza. We're going to order it with whatever it has on it. We're not going to we're not going to be picky. We're just going to try it. Yeah,
1: and that was a bad idea.
0: It was a bad idea. <laughs> garbanzo beans on a pizza is is terrible. However, the highlight to that is Rogue Ales public house and distillery was literally right, right across the street yes so jake and i were like two little kids trying to finish their dinner quickly so that they could go play making happy <laughs> got to make happy plates <laughs> so that we can go play at Rose. yeah which and was an
1: awesome place
0: oh man i could have spent the rest of the night oh there God, yeah. yeah if i hadn't have been so damn tired i easily could have spent another two hours oh, yeah. there and we probably did spend close to two hours there anyway
1: um i did their their hop ale series which is um they're six seven and eight um which is the f- obviously the hop ale four would have four different different varieties of hops it came at like a 5.6 but the six, seven, eight, uh, you know, six, seven, eight different variety of hops, yeah, uh, came out like the six was six point six six percent alcohol, seven point seven seven. So it was kind of yeah. cool that they did that. Uh, talking to the guy, and I just did the series up. That's what I did. They had a you know probably fifteen beers on tap, but at that point I was getting tired and getting kind of worn out. That I just picked out those four and decided, hey. Um, the, that sounds awesome. All the series going up, and eight I thought was phenomenal. It was an Imperial IPA. Um, they really didn't uh, say what hops they had into it, but it was just an awesome beer. Yeah. Uh, talking the waiter a little bit more, I guess that's where they actually first started distilling. Yeah. It was that yeah. location because yep. it was one of their older locations that, by law, they could start distilling there. Right. Um. And if anybody ever gets a chance to go there, um, I don't, I know, I don't think you went to their bathrooms there. Um, they yeah, have a, I l- did. a little hidden secret the most confusing bathrooms go, in the world also, and right. I, I don't want to give it out because <laughs> I think people have to go to experience it yeah, so if you end up going yeah. to, to that uh, the, that road location um, go to the bathroom it, And honestly
0: it, it reminded me of going to one of those like chain restaurants yeah. that has so much shit on the wall and there's so much going on you don't know like what their theme exactly is supposed well, to be
1: it didn't say men's or women's. It said hops are barley.
0: Right. Yeah. So you have Don't to, give it away. You know, well, that's, <laughs> but that's the whole
1: thing, is like I could give that part away because they're gonna see that. But you try to sit there outside and going Am, am, I, I, hops? am I hops or, <laughs> or my am am I I barley? barley. <laughs> and come to find out like um I did end up going into the wrong bathroom. Um I think a couple of Phil our, went into our, in the, the wrong bathroom. one, yeah. And he went deep into the wrong <laughs> <bathroom>. <laughs> <laughs> and,
0: um The only reason I knew which one to go into is because Phil told me which one to go into. And
1: then as I was leaving, coming out of the right bathroom, there was a couple guys there that was like a table right across from it, just laughing their butts off. And I go, so don't, what do you guys do on your Friday night? You come here. Watch people go in the wrong bathroom. Yeah, dude. He goes, we live right across the street. (laughs) We come here and watch people use the wrong bathroom. That's awesome. You guys are from out of state. And I go, yeah. He goes, yeah, it's just funny how. You could tell the local people because the local people go right to the right bathroom. The outer state people kind of go and go, what the, what and kind of wait and look and maybe hope somebody comes out from the right. door and be like, okay, that guy came out of that. I could go in there. Yeah. But you stand there like I stood there and waited. I'm like, somebody has to come out of one of these bathrooms. Somebody had to go in there earlier and had to finish peeing and, um, and probably needed like I'm just waiting for a guy to come out. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, crap, and I end up using. It. Yeah, I walked and I uh, I walked in, and luckily, as I opened the door, a lady was coming out, and I was like, <laughs> and she's like, oh, thank God, she's like, you're using the wrong bathroom. I'm like, okay, thank you, and I went into the other bathroom. <laughs> How are you supposed to know? Yeah. But I, I love that. Both place. doors were
0: painted pink.
1: Yes, both no 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 doors were painted pink. they were or- just.
0: Well, I can I'm thinking of some some place else then, because I remember yeah. we went. Oh, it was Amnesia. Yeah, there we both We went to Amnesia. And we walked in, or we you walk up to the doors, and both doors are painted pink. Yeah. And you're just like, ah, crap. Here we go yeah. again. All right, so um, Rogue was unbelievable to me. I I think all the experimental beers that they had on tap were great. Um, for me, the Beard of Guard, Beer Beard of Guard was was probably the highlight of of the trip up till that point. Yes. One because I'm a huge fan of the style. Yeah. Um, but also because it was eleven and a half percent, actually eleven point nine percent. And I it was at that point like nine o'clock, nine thirty at night. Yeah. I was We've getting tired. Oh, I was exhausted. For some reason I decided I was gonna have this beer. Luckily I only ordered a taster of it. And the guy even so our uh our server was awesome. Yeah. And he, when I ordered, he was like, well, we don't do tasters of that. It's 11.9%. So (laughs) you, you get like a eight ounce glass. And I said, dude, I have been up all day. And I basically explained our situation. And he was like, Oh, okay. No problem, dude. And he brings me like a little half taster of it. And I was like, thank you so much. (laughs) That was so cool. (laughs) And I, and I, told them how much i love the style and for me that was that that was like a highlight up until that point because for one i didn't even know they did a beer to guard so to to have that that style beer there was awesome
1: yeah yeah i so. thought that was really great like if you're you know that's just one of those places that you um hope to go to like i i wish rogue was on our the actual rogue brewery was on our list but it was not in portland Yeah, it's kind of on the outskirts. So it was kind of a nice little sublet, you know, to get those beers, to see that location um, and just see the bar like it it was kind of see down downtown Portland. It was kind of well worth the the stop. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And also they had a Doppelbach, which continued my search for the the German style beers, the German (laughs) style. And their Doppelbach was off the charts. Good. And for me, that was like a supercharger. Like, okay, there's something about the German-style loggers here that I just have to figure out. Yeah. And so I'm going to seek out every single one that I can find. Um, so that was that was pretty much the conclusion of our day one. Yep. Um, man, it seems like a, it was a long day when we really talk about oh, it. yeah. But, I mean, when you think about it, from the time we left the restaurant to the time... We finished up at Rogue. That was like a supercharged quick Oh, when day. you have
1: a two-hour wait to get food. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. It was that doesn't help at all. But uh tell you what, we're gonna take a just a quick break, and then when we come back, we're gonna charge into day two, and tell you what happened in day two and day three, and and wrap this thing up. And hopefully, we'll have another beer,
1: uh. and we're back from our nice little break uh just finished up day one or day one of our beercation portland trip uh so uh gonna start day two and uh matt what we're we drinking to talk about day two
0: day two is berlick mountain of gold it's a belgian strong ale um nine and a half percent um man i fell in love with berlick oh, while yeah. we were there it was also one of our day two tr- uh um tours that we did And, um, but Berlick is a, um, Berlick's a really good brewery that I had never heard of until, until we went there. Uh, but this particular beer is a traditional golden strong ale and it's aged in Oregon Pinot Noir barrels. Uh, and it's got a little bit of lacto added to it and, uh, it's, it's a nice, we we didn't get to try it while we were there, but I did get to try a little bit of it uh, shortly after. And it's um, it's a nice tart and and complex uh, Belgian strong, which is one of my favorite styles because, well, anything
1: Belgian is one of my favorite oh styles, yeah. really. And this is actually the bottle that we picked up while we were out yeah, there. Yeah, this is yeah. one
0: of the bottles. It's part of their woodworker series. And, um, this, with this one and the, the other bottle that we picked up while we were there is, uh, was the first of the release of their, of their woodworker series. They had released them in October, uh, just prior to when we had, had got
1: there. And, um, actually she, the uh, we'll probably get into this when we talk about the brewery. She yeah. kind of brought it up like, Oh, you guys sell her beer you should get this yeah you need <laughs> to get this and um so i mean really this has been seller a
0: year yeah uh, it's been sitting in the cellar for a year and let's see if the pop and stuff fits on this bottle because it's a little bit of an odd shape bottle
1: yeah see they work well on those but yeah
0: so you're saying the european style bottles
1: yeah the, that's where I'm, i've been having trouble all right well you're totally ruining my commercial
0: ability for these this product. Well, you got <laughs>
1: most of them for the 22 ounce bottle. No, I'm just kidding. It'll uh <laughs> it 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 actually fits quite well. So anyway, let's uh let's move on. Day two. Day two. So uh, after day one went back to the actual house that uh, we rented for the weekend, which is a cool, nice little spot. Um Yeah.
0: That was the way to do it. Yeah. To have the house like that. Even though we didn't have you got to sleep in a closet.
1: Dude, as long as I had a door <laughs> and I could <laughs> shut you guys off, yeah. I was perfectly fine.
0: Yeah, it, we thought we were going to have enough room for everybody. Yeah. It said that it slept six, which it did sleep six. If, if
1: two guys sh- shared If you
0: were willing to share a bed, bed. with somebody. Or four which, guys shared a bed. Right, yeah. And uh, I've shared a bed with Jake before, but I was not prepared to share <laughs> a, a bed with Jake for <laughs> three days. you like...
1: You could sleep in here with me on the floor. <laughs> on, like, the floor. <laughs> on the floor, on the cold, op- cold wood. I floor. opened the master closet. I was like, "That ass carpet, I'll sleep in there." <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: The, my bedroom was freezing, dude. That uh, bed, that room was always cold. So maybe that was my punishment for banishing you to the, <laughs> I was, to the that closet. That was all nice and warm in the closet. <laughs> 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 so that was a good way to go. We did. We rented essentially what was the bottom floor of someone's house. Yes. And uh, it it worked out really well because we had a nice we had a kitchen we had all the things yep. we needed to cook. Um, it was comfortable and it was a good place to come back to. Yeah, uh, which when you're planning uh, any type of beercation, that's something to keep in mind is when you're done drinking beer and you
1: just want to come back and chill and hang out with your boys and. Yeah, sit on a couch or girls, and yeah, yeah and I, I mean have a TV to watch, like have Sports Center on. Yeah, it was, you know. uh,
0: it was, it was a lot of fun. I mean, it, we were just getting into the beginning of March Madness at that point, so there were a lot of good basketball games that we oh, could yeah. keep track
1: of and watch. Spring training was starting. Spring training backup, was starting. Yeah. So. Yeah, it so. was kind of it was a, a nice home away from home because you you think about like hotel rooms and yeah, okay. You know, if we got, like, three hotel rooms and maybe they're right next to each other, okay, maybe they would just been beds. So, where do you go back to where everybody wants to be in the same room and sit down? Yeah. Everybody, you're sitting on somebody else's bed. There's no couch. There's no chair. You're just kind of crammed in there. And we've had those from, like, GABF where we went to one person. There's, like, 15 of us go to one person's crammed room and you're just one crammed. Tiny hotel room. Yeah, so... Just end up being nice because the living room, you're, you know, everybody pulled in chairs from the kitchen and we're all able to sit in there and bullshit about the day. Yeah, it was fun. It was, it was actually really nice. I, I actually really enjoyed it. I'm glad we got a, like, a, a house like that way. And, and in a neighborhood, it's like, you're not going, you're not staying downtown. You're, you're feeling like it's an actual, like, you're, I actually thought we were going to be there for like a week, you know, after going to that house. Cause yeah, be felt some, comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. So day two. Day, day two, two
0: we um we started out with doing a little bit of touristy stuff. We went and checked out a little bit of the city. Yeah. And we went and checked out the aerial tram,
1: which I thought was a blast. I thought that was pretty pretty cool kind of thing. I didn't know um Portland had anything like that. Like yeah. so you brought it like, Oh, we're going on this tram that takes you from down here to up here and I'm like who cares (laughs) like why are we doing this again until we got to the top and the view was breathtaking like yeah it was unbelievable i was sending pictures to my wife of mount hood yeah and just the i did a like a panoramic shot of portland and it was like there's something like you know, you grew up in Colorado and you're used to the mountains, but it was there that I really got to appreciate the mountains a lot more.
0: Oh yeah. You could see Mount St. Helens yeah, from there. It yeah. was it was yeah.
1: freaking awesome. Yeah, it was it was
0: so basically the aerial tram is you go you go down and you take this tram up to it's like it's a nursing school or yeah. a nursing center or something that's that were the end of the tram essentially. But basically, this is like a mode of transportation for people in Portland to get from <laughs> downtown or the bottom of the hill to the top of the hill. Yeah. And But they also make it kind of a tourist attraction. And we went and we checked it out. And we stayed up there for probably an hour just taking in the views because, yeah. like you said, you could see Mount Hood. And then you look, um, you look off into Washington. You could see Mount St. Hel- Helens. And it was... It, it was really cool, and you got to really see the whole city and see what it was all
1: about. Yeah, I didn't know that Portland had a museum of science Yeah, until we got up there. Um, so it kind of became one of these things, like, if I go back, take the family, there's these, you know, yeah. do the, the museum stuff, do that tram. Um, so it was kind of really cool to, like, yeah. really, really check that out.
0: Not to mention it's important to break up a little bit. Even if – when you go on a, on a beer vacation – it's important to have something that breaks up the beer a little bit and the monotony of i'd say monotony but it's not it's not monotonous it's just brewery
1: after you're brewery you're going to brewery after,
0: after, after brewery, brewery and you're loving it you're tasting tasty beers and you're going what you you're doing what you went there to do yeah but at the same time you need something to break it up you need to check out the the area and see what the area is all about and that was awesome yeah i enjoyed it and when we got done, we went to a brewery. Yep. We yeah. went directly to a brewery that opened at like eleven o'clock. Thirteen virtues. Thirteen virtues. Yeah. And uh Thirteen Virtues was it was one that I selected for a number of reasons. For one, it had super high ratings on Untapped.
1: And they got they opened early. <laughs>
0: and <laughs> number two, <laughs> they opened early. So that that was very important yeah. to me. Uh, we had a great breakfast at the house before we left. Um, Phil made up like some breakfast tacos and stuff. And yeah,
1: actually, though, what was kind of cool is because they knew we were up for more than like 27 hours. Yeah. So they let us sleep in. They, that was true. And they all they in, all went yeah. to the grocery store yeah. and they came back and made this nice breakfast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when we got up, like I think I slept for like 13 hours. I, I slept hard that yeah, night. Like yeah. Like I was, once I hit the ground in this closet, I was out. <laughs> so <laughs> it wasn't, didn't matter to me where I was sleeping. I was going to pass out hard, but it was nice to wake up and actually get some like homemade food. Like, you know, yeah, like Phil's a egg. good cook. Oh yeah. That was He's an excellent so good. I appreciate him for cooking, doing all that food prep. And it was just nice. Cause he was like, Oh, we went to the grocery store. We got all this stuff. There's six of us. It was this much. You owe me 40 bucks. Yeah. I was like, okay. Right. Like, for just this breakfast? He's like, No, 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 I got stuff for dinner. I got yeah. stuff for breakfast tomorrow. I yeah, got we stuff. ended
0: up having a steak dinner that night that was unbelievable. Yeah, so
1: it was kinda really cool to have uh that they like stepped out like yeah, you know, they went out of their way to kinda do that, but they're all up early. Like, what are we gonna do? Well, I'm hungry. Well, let's go get stuff to make breakfast instead of, they could have went to McDonald's and came back and been like, Oh, I got you a naked muffin. Yeah. But they actually came back and cooked some food for us, which was kind of awesome, which helped out, man. Once I got that food in me, I was ready to go.
0: I was, too. I was raring to go. And I didn't have to drive
1: that day, yeah. which was awesome. Yeah. I yeah. was worried that that was going to be my day to drive, and we had a huge list of breweries that were going to yeah, have
0: Yeah. It was a scary day, though,
1: because Jeff drove Jeff that drove. That <laughs> Jeff, Jeff, he did not drink a lot. He drank probably a little bit, but, man, that guy oh my god i i was just he just, didn't drink at all while he was driving yes just just
0: to say he was not drinking he, he was the dd yeah that day. he was the dd but, but the night before he had drank a few but i don't think that made a difference in the, i don't in think the i think that drove. Uh,
1: <laughs> if that guy was he was right, stone sober was a terrible driver terrifying yes
0: it was terrifying <laughs> All right, let's leave that alone. Okay. Because I already feel bad enough we picked on Jeff.
1: What, what made me laugh about going to Thirteen Virtues, even though they opened that early, is they were not prepared for us. Like yeah. we got in there and they're like, How can I help you? And they thought we were gonna order lunch. And I was like, right. um, mm-hmm. you guys have a brewery. Can I get yeah. a beer? And they're like,
0: Uh Give us a few minutes. <laughs> yeah. We gotta like uh we gotta rinse out the
1: taps and we yeah. uh, <laughs> gotta get everything ready. He's like, yeah. What, nobody orders a beer this early? And he's like, No. Not usually <laughs> <laughs> But it was actually, it
0: ended up being a, a good highlight to the trip because yeah. I, I didn't have a single beer there that disappointed me. Uh, in fact, a couple of them kind of stood out to me. And it was another another kind of, I guess, hash mark on my wall of searching out the box and the German style beers. Yeah. They had an awesome Weisenbach, um, the Woozy Weisenbach. That one really stood out to me. And, um, the atmosphere is really cool because it's actually not necessarily a brewery; it's more of a Philly cheesesteak restaurant yeah, so or Philly cheesesteak shop. It, that's how it started, anyway. Yes, and yeah. it wasn't
1: the the dad or uh, started the Philly cheesesteak. I don't cheese even steak. know that
0: it was the dad. I think it was. I read the article but I, and then the I son think it was the brewery I think it was like grandfather oh, started so it's the, been well the grandfather was doing generation. Philly cheesesteaks in Philadelphia yeah
1: moved to Oregon brought and the,
0: brought the Philly cheesesteak business there and yeah. then it was like third generation. well no
1: didn't he also bring the grill with him? Yes yes the actual grill, grill. the yeah.
0: actual grill from Philadelphia came with him. yeah
1: and that's what Phil was all excited about. Yeah, because it's properly seasoned. Oh yeah, that's that's what it is. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. it's all it's all about all the goo that's on the grill. The the son wanted to open the brewery, and that's why they had to change the name because it wasn't like Thirteen Virtues Cheesecake, you know. It was like something else, and then they changed the name to open the brewery. Yeah, Um, Yeah. and they had the brewery was like a back area which had seating and overlooked the brewery, which was really cool. Uh, Very small, I think it was only a ten BBL, you know. Yeah, probably about that. Yeah, yeah. It, they um, definitely made the most of their space, and you could actually go back
0: there, and they had an extra little seating area back there where you could sit and have your sandwich in the brewing area. Yeah, you'd be back there all by yourself with the brewer, but oh, yeah. still be fun. Uh,
1: some of the the beers that stood out, of course, was actually the barley wine. Of course, um, the malt oh, yeah. barley wine. Yeah, their barley um, wine was really good. When I was there, someone said it was rich, full, and thick. <laughs> Tasty. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, that would no. He rich, wrote rich, full and and thick. thick. That became the butt of all uh, jokes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Rich, full, and thick. He posted to Facebook, and then I put, "That's what she said." <laughs> 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 and then uh, the porter, which was dark and very smooth. Very dark and <laughs> very smooth. I do remember the dark and very yeah. smooth.
0: Yeah. Oh. <laughs> ah yes, that's uh. That's something that, <laughs> that's something that he will never live down. Oh, yeah. uh,
1: Phil's reviews of beer. Phil's <laughs> reviews of beer, but it, uh, their Philly cheesesteak oh, was God. off the charts good. I think like we were planning on eating lunch at Hub, and we just like as we we're there sitting drinking beers, people kept coming in and getting Philly cheesesteaks, getting Philly cheesesteaks, and we could smell them. Yeah. And it was starting to fill up like the main front room. That we all kind of looked over and be like, okay, we, have we to, need to try. We just have to at see At one the point,
0: there is. was a line going out the door yeah, to like, get these Philly cheesesteaks, and we were like, all right, we need to try one of these because apparently they're unbelievable. And feels like, I'll get in line. Yeah. I'll go. I'll, so we yeah. got,
1: I think, what, two for the six of us? I think so, yeah. And it was like we were all just bit in. It was all cut up, and you kind of just looked at the other guy like, is he going to finish his <laughs> sandwich? <So laughs> is like, he going to finish his little <laughs> share? It was unbelievable. Yeah.
0: And if I ever go back to Portland that I will make a point to go back there for lunch. Not only for the Philly cheesesteak, but the beers were good. Yeah. I mean, well, I say good. There were at least three that just yeah. stood out. Plus they they had a doppelbach that I really enjoyed. And I I don't know, I would I would definitely go back there. Although that neighborhood is another one of those neighborhoods, A it's kinda hard to park. Yeah. And be it's it's kind of the only brewery in that neighborhood that we really wanted to visit We did have to kind of drive a little out of our way to get to the next one yeah and and so
1: that might be something that's you
0: know it's okay we're gonna go hit it up do lunch and then we're gonna go yeah. gonna go hit the breweries well, up
1: Well we talked about that um, 13 virtues was kind of like let's say if they were here in Colorado like their beers were good but not great. But their food would make it that you'd want to go back. and But they at least had a, a good enough beer selection. Like You'd probably go back and get the double Walk. I'd probably go back and get the barley wine yeah. and get a full port. But that cheesesteak was the additional part of throwing on the beer. Actually, like if I was going to
0: get a cheesesteak, I'd get the Weizenbach. Yeah. Because the that Weizenbach, in combination with the cheesesteak, was just on point. Yeah. I loved it. And it... It actually was nice because it gave us all a chance to sit down and chat and bullshit a little bit about what was going to happen. Oh, for the yeah the for next. the rest of the day. And at that point, I had been in communication with uh, someone from Hub to kind of align a tour yeah. of Hub. And I wasn't sure what time of the day that was going to happen because. He kept changi- changing it. He right? kept changing it. At one point, it was like, "Oh, we're yeah. going to do it at one," and then, "Oh, well, maybe better later in the afternoon will work." Mm-hmm. So we, we kind of were just like, "All right, we're we're kind of in limbo here." So we sat around and had a sandwich and and tried to decide what was going to happen. Yeah, like, "Oh, you know what? Let's just go to Bear Lick." We decided we were going to go to Skip, Bear Lick
1: because I think it was supposed to be Hub then Bear Lick.
0: Right. Yeah, that was the plan. We were gonna h- go to Hub first because he wanted to meet up at about one o'clock, yep. and we figured, okay, we'll have we'll have beers and lunch, and then go meet him up, meet up with him. And turns out he wanted to do it a little later in the day, so we needed to Fill needed in. to come up yep. with a second uh, an alternative. And I decided to go to Bearlick, and based on my re- research that I had done on Bearlick, they opened at noon. And then when we got there, it turns out they don't open until two. Yep. And We've so here we are <laughs> sitting outside. Sitting outside. Matt's on his phone, like, oh crap, oh, oh, crap, crap. oh crap. What are oh we crap. gonna do? I'm like frantically trying to come up with something else to do. And quickly I'm learning that I mean it's a Friday afternoon for one. Um a lot of the breweries that we wanted to go to are not gonna open up until two o'clock. Yeah. And I was like, okay, well here's what we'll do. My plan at that point was we're just gonna go to Hub, we'll hang out at Hub until he's ready go. and yeah. then and we'll do our tour. Um
1: but Pop Pop actually hooked us up. Actually it was um me and Pop Pop walked up to, to the door and try to open it, and it didn't. It was locked. Yeah. And there was the bartender and Nikki uh, and Nikki and yeah. um probably uh, she said the director of marketing, which was like one of the brewers' wives, were sitting there. Yeah. Having their morning, they called their morning meeting. Yeah. And we hit the door like pop pop like I churned and tried to push found out and then pop pop ran into me so i ran into the door <laughs> <laughs> and so she looked at me and i'm like plastered against the door like waving <laughs> and i was like dude it's closed like i had to turn around and like yell at him i was like he's like i'm sorry i thought it was open i was following you <laughs> and so we walked outside and then we're standing there you're looking on your phone and she nikki pushes down the window and goes are you guys from out of town and pop goes Hell yeah, we are like <laughs> yeah. you all excited. That totally exit. sweet doctor. Oh yeah. yeah, like she's like, uh, "What are you guys here for?" Well, here to try your beer. She's like, "Well, then come inside." Yeah. So it was yeah. kind of nice. Like they opened an hour early. For two hours. A, two early. hours early yeah. to like let us go in there, and she's like, "Okay, I want to warn you guys. I haven't got finished cleaning, so the bathrooms are a disaster." Yeah, don't go in the bathrooms. Don't no. no she yeah. said,
0: "Don't say anything about, about the, bathrooms. the
1: bathrooms." Yeah. And she's like, "But if you guys want beer, the taps are ready to go." I'll serve you guys beer and we're on let, let's we go. We yep.
0: essentially got like VIP treatment. Yeah. <laughs> and she was awesome. She was unbelievably knowledgeable. Oh yeah. And just amazing customer service because she she went out of her way to explain every single beer. I think
1: that's the first in detail. The first brewery on our trip that you got to sit down and relax and try the beer. Yes. And not have to explain a certain you're detail right. about anything. Yeah. And I could see you with the smile on your face. Like, someone else like, is doing the work like, for And me. they're just like, Phil and Pop Pop and, you know, Ben were just asking her questions. And she's like, oh, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, we got our yep. malt from this, blah, blah, blah. And we got our, you know, the honey from this. And they're just like, oh, and what makes this this? And she would just answer it. And you're just there, like, yep, this is a great beer. Yes. <laughs> that's true. And, I, you know,
0: now that you say that, that makes me makes me realize why much why I love Berlick so much because I I essentially just got to relax. That was the first time on that trip that I just got to like sit back and relax. I didn't have I wasn't bombarded with questions and and it was good. Um but also they had a lot of styles that I I love. They had a lot of Belgian styles. Uh one of them that we're drinking right now is you know, just a perfect example of the Belgian uh, style beers that they do, and it the environment that that tap room was just was awesome. It was really cool. It was laid yeah. back. It was in a really nice neighborhood. I can't remember the name of the neighborhood either. I tried to remember the name of the neighborhood when we were when I was doing show notes and I couldn't remember. But um, Nikki was unbelievable. She. She not only taught us a lot about beer, but also went into a lot of detail of explaining what Baralook is all about. Yeah. And what their what their philosophy and how the brewers do their thing.
1: And they they source out a lot of their stuff from local farmers. Yeah. Yeah. Which absolutely. was really awesome. Um, you know, the, the tap room, just the, the way it felt was like, damn, if I if this was in Colorado or in Fort Collins, I'd probably be a regular here. Yeah. Just because the way of the feel of it, like you, it almost made me feel like, and I can't say like there's regional tap rooms because every single tap room we went to Portland, I don't ever, f- I never felt like there was something of the same. Yeah. Um, But that one just felt like barely should should belong in Colorado. Yeah, like you Just right. the way it was. uh, The paintings, the little signs on the door, the way how everything just flowed together just felt really well like it felt like we went to that like beforehand yeah um
0: and actually of all the all the breweries that we we went through on that trip that was the only one that i took the time to write a specific review of on the pot or on the blog um so that's for me that's why it stood out so much just because I was like, man, this this place and the experience I had there meant so much to me that I, I'm going to take the time to to write a little something about it. And, and you can actually read that if you want to on, on the HopHeads Guide to the Galaxy webpage. Just um, go into the search bar and put in Barrelick and, and it'll pop up. But um, it's... It was an uh, uh, unbelievable experience. We posed for pictures with Nikki, and, <laughs> like, we just – we had a really good time. We st- I think we stayed for a pint or two afterward while we were waiting for Hub to do their thing. Yeah. And, and
1: I remember uh, you guys had a sl- – I didn't have a pint. I just did the taster, but you, you guys got pints, and I remember um, you guys ordered a second one, and then all of a sudden you looked at your phone. And you're like, oh, that guy's ready for us. We need to go. Yeah. And Ben and Phil are just slamming Slamming pints, yeah. And you're like, "Uh, sip. Okay, I'm fine. (laughs) Like, like you knew, like, I'm going to go have a bunch of good beer. Yeah, I knew what was about to
0: happen (laughs) at Hub, so I wasn't that worried about it. I had actually ordered, so the first beer I ordered was the Blonde, their Belgian Blonde, um, the Delight, the Light Blonde. And then after that, I had ordered their Cascadian Dark their ipa
1: yeah that was awesome beer yeah
0: dark thoughts and i was about to tear into dark thoughts when i got the text message from hub that hey we're ready for you if you want to come yeah. over and i was like uh yeah i'm not i'm i'd love to finish this beer right now yeah. but i know what's about to happen at hub and so i'm i'm just gonna leave it and at that's that.
1: what, what's so awesome about nikki she was just like go that place is a phenomenal that place. That is exactly You're what fun. she was like. Get out the door. Yeah, like, she's like, you got to get over there. Like, like, if she really wanted us to pull and stay there even longer, she could have. Yeah. like, like oh you know, if you guys well to she was little even
0: little... letting other people in at that point yeah. because people were walking by and going wait a minute there's people in there yeah one guy was like one guy knocked on the door <laughs> he,
1: like sat right next to me and he's like yeah they're not supposed to be open for another hour. He's like she's been open for an hour for us <laughs> like from now like yeah. before <laughs> she's been giving us a lot of special treatment so it was kind of nice like um I don't I like breweries around here there's 50 50 they'll do that like it was just kind of funny we're just standing out there she gets you guys from out of town Or like yeah she's like well then come on in yeah you know and it just kind of like she went through this here's her taster tray start left from right and we'd pick up a beer and she would just go right into it this is blah blah blah, blah. we brew it with this this and this and she knew her beer like she brewed it and that's yeah. what you want from a tap room the customer service there makes it like if i ever get a chance if i have like a layover for like two hours in portland I'm, I'm gonna, gonna run. Over I'm gonna there. run over there, get a beer, and then I can come get back. there in 45 minutes. And I can drink right, a run. beer in
0: 15 and get, get back.
1: back. <laughs> yep. or like put it in the car, and he doesn't know. I'm yeah, like, just put it in the sippy cup. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so from there, we went to Hub. Hub and is Hub was another VIP experience that I'll never forget. So one thing that I'll bring up uh, in the second half of this series in planning, but I'm also gonna bring up now is. Don't be afraid to just contact a brewery. Yeah. Don't be afraid to reach out and and tell them. Listen, we're in from out of town. We got a group of people. We're excited about your brewery, and we would love to see what you have going on.
1: Well, um, I have a little history with Hub that really helped out. You know, planning a little beercation. Yeah, absolutely. Um, In uh, 2012, I volunteered at the Great American Beer Festival as a pourer, and the brewery that I poured for was Hub. And that first night, we poured for them for three sessions, um, me and my buddy LaShawn. And that first session, um, they were kind of hesitant to have two guys that, you know, around then, you know, guys wanted hot chicks to pour their beer just because they knew they'd, you know, get more business. And... Me and Sean push that beer like no other, and we always do for our, whoever we pour for. We we push that beer onto everybody, um, but we worked our asses off for them, and they appreciated that. I got a free jacket out of it. Like the guy took a jacket off his back. Um, uh, Jamie did, and Christian, the head brewer from Steamboat from Colorado, so got to talking to him, and it was just kind of one of those things that they kept saying, "Hey, if you guys ever come out to Portland, hit us up." we'll give you VIP treatment. We'll, you know, you can come drink for free. And when we were planning this Portland trip it was like, "Let me let me email them. I'm I'm pulling this pulling this card in. I'm going to try to, you know, see what I could get us." And we planned our tickets, we bought our tickets in November, and it was March that we we're going in. And I tried my butt off to get a hold of one yeah. of the contacts I had over there, and I didn't get anything. And then all of a sudden Matt just emails our Facebooks, min messages the facebook page and he has something (laughs) yeah
0: (laughs) but to to that is they had they've become such a huge brewery that now they have a marketing person that takes care of their stuff
1: so and but the whole thing was shane was the marketing person in 2012 that had a card for yeah now he's like director of operations yeah so
0: and the guy that that helped us out and hooked us up Had been in the job for less than two months, like he was brand new to the job, and uh, the the experience he gave us was unbelievable. So it was kind of, but the idea to contact him would have never happened had you not had you not initiated Um, it.
1: But for me, Hub was a bucket list brewery. Oh, absolutely! Like it was one of those I like. I would have been upset if we made all that travel and we couldn't couldn't just go and have their beers at the brewery. Like n- not even do the tour, just go to their brewery. Like I've would yeah. have been like, well, that was a waste of of beercation. Like my <laughs> yeah. my go- goal was, Hub, like everything else was just aftermarket. Now other stuff made it like holy shit. Like Portland has all these excellent breweries, right? But Hub was that main goal for it's me. A one on A1, the list, A1, yes. yeah.
0: So. And and it turned out to be, like I said, probably the most memorable experience oh, of yeah. the whole trip. The way we were treated was incredible. Oh yeah. The minute we walked in the door was like at first I felt like okay, um what have I done? Because <laughs> we were waiting for um we were waiting for the marketing director to come up and just kind of like get done with whatever work he was doing. Yep. But basically they they were like, "Oh, well, he told us to just give you beer until till he's ready to go." Oh yeah. So they were feeding us pints of beer like while we were waiting for him to come up. And we finish, and we go downstairs, and he gives us another, another pint, pint of beer.
1: <laughs> Just for the tour. Yeah.
0: And that, so that's their, they have multiple locations in Portland. This was their Powell location, which was, is their original location. Yeah. And it's not only a, it's huge, for oh, one. Yeah. It makes most breweries in this area look minuscule. Yes.
1: I, most breweries in Portland. In Portland uh, look in minuscule, place.
0: even and but they also have really unique features so they have an area of the brewery that is the family area of the brewery oh yeah Which and it's i it's, thought was awesome it is awesome. And it's so they have like a little miniature like climbing wall and toys and chalkboard chalkboards and all kinds yeah. of crazy stuff um, just for the kids to be entertained and while the family like booths
1: around the area. Yeah. So, so your no family matter, just goes there Yeah, where you're sitting. Your kids could sit and play. You could have a beer and you're in line. Of and sight.
0: play with other little hippie kids. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: It's awesome. Well, and that location was starting to consider their biker bar, bar, right? Because right bicycle yeah. bar, because they had a whole bunch of like bikes on the ceiling and bunch of bike parking spaces. And yeah, the f- I remember when Jeff pulled in, um, he he was like, "Oh, there's a, a spot right up front," nope. and that was like. The electric car electric plug-in. Car I was plug-in. like, "Hey, let's just park there, and we'll pop the hood and throw the <laughs> freaking <laughs> thing." <out laughs> in. They won't know. It'll be a minivan. <laughs> it's an electric minivan. <laughs> they won't know it's electric or not. The freaking <laughs> thing's plugged
0: in. <laughs> uh, but we got a private tour. I mean, oh, we that got. Was awesome. It was just the six of us doing a, our own little tour. They only do tours on Saturdays. Yeah. And we were there on a Friday, and they they made an exception and and hooked us up and and did a tour. Um, so which was cool for us because we got to see everything in production. Oh yeah. So I'm sure on Saturdays nothing's really going on, so that's why they do tours on Saturday. Uh, but we got to go through and see everything happening. Got yeah. to see, you know, their bottling line and their pal and. Their, yeah, the guy their was brewing. brewing right then. Yeah, like, he's like, if
1: you guys want to look in here really quick, I'm about to start steeping the grain. We're like, what? Okay. Yeah. Guys, that's freaking awesome. Like, you know, most places won't ever like. Won't let you do that just just for the chance of contamination. Something yeah. else happened, but the the here like oh yeah come up here blah 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 and he explained like what was going on and yeah that was, was which like I've been on a lot of brewery tours especially local ones that one like tops my list because it like he went yeah. through everything well
0: and even when we went back to where the barrel housing was he's he even said we don't normally do this on oh, yeah. the tours we don't normally come back here on the tours but he's like. There's nothing going on back there, so let's let's see what's going on, and so they had basically their line of of barrel aged beers, yeah. just lined up on these gigantic racks.
1: Well, then they said so like they barely purchased it maybe like six months ago, yeah, and they're starting to get this is their barrel. Yeah. They're so gonna start doing barrel aging, and this is where they're starting it at. Yeah, so it was really cool. Like he went through like in depth of what they're gonna be doing and um what they do for the community and like... Which is amazing. uh, Like the places that we went, like uh, Stormbreaker and Breakside and even Gigantic, which was the one after this one, you could get those beers in Colorado. Yeah. Hub is that one place. I have never seen a single one of their beers in Colorado. Unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. Which was like how big they are and how much beer they produce. They... Don't make it out here, but I think they're so well known in o- Oregon and Washington that it just they're able to sustain themselves. Yeah. in just that area alone. Absolutely, they don't need to go out even farther. And it's
0: and they not only have that one location in Portland, but now they have three locations mm-hmm. in Portland. So the experience we got there was unbelievable. They stuck us in a well. All right, here's oh. the thing about the <laughs> VIP room. We were <laughs> we were told we're gonna we're gonna serve you food and we're gonna serve you dinner and we're gonna put you in this VIP room. At uh, the VIP room, some kind of felt like they were just trying to like get us out of the way. Yeah, it was like a little only room with yeah, the door. it was like a closet. Essentially, like, these
1: guys are gonna be loud. Let's put them in this yeah. tiny room.
0: And you know what? I'm glad they did, because yeah. we got to be as loud as we wanted to. We were having a blast, and I saw several people walk by being like, damn, those guys are having a good time. Yeah. What's going on in there? But the ultimate point of that was we had an amazing server who oh, was yeah. just like, that guy was unbelievably like helpful. He hooked us up, and I, I think our tab when we finally left was For six people was under $200. Oh, yeah. With beers and food and everything.
1: Well, I I remember when we were ordering our first round, um, I was just looking at the sheet of beers and it, it got to me like I was like last. So I go, I want the taster tray. The taster tray had 15 samples on it and it was like 12 bucks. And I go, Yeah, I'll get the taster tray. And he goes, Well, the guy said he'll he'll pick up your guys' first round. I'm like, Oh, I'm sorry. And he goes, No, no, no. He didn't say you had to order a beer. Yeah, he just said first round. He said your first <laughs> round. I was like, Oh, okay. Well then technicalities, yeah. man. I was like, All right, I'll I'll go off of that. So I had I we'll share a picture of that on the website, but that taster tray was like the it most
0: It was a spiral of beer on That's an actual tray. On a
1: tray. <laughs> yeah, yeah, That it was an awesome like I would was sharing them with everybody like i got to some like oh man you got to try this ipa you got to try this out but i thought like for that kind of place like yeah i would definitely for 12 bucks to get 15 different tasters yeah i would i would go there all the time just for that you know
0: oh for sure and the food was awesome too i ordered the mac and cheese and it was probably the best like loaded mac and cheese i have ever had in my life i
1: ordered the little sliders i just remember the food was good food was great the experience was great. Yeah. The beer was great. They gave us
0: a discount on on merchandise, beer, yeah. <laughs> like they were basically our our waiter basically told us like listen, dude, you guys have gotten hooked up. You're getting 20% off of this, 10% yeah. off of this, like Take full advantage of it because it doesn't happen very often. Like, just do it.
1: Oh, I went like all shopping there. Like, if I was like, after, if I have to buy a t shirt for my wife, I bought one for my kid, I bought one for my niece. We walked out of there with, I think, four bottles of stuff. Like, I was like, stickers. Like, at one point, I was like, well, I need some stickers. She just like pulled the roll and like, (laughs) stop. Yep. And then like, pull off. She just threw it in the bag. Yeah. Like, so it was an awesome experience. It was one of those, like, I told you, bucklist breweries that. You know, after I met the guys, it was like, I definitely want to go check out your brewery. Yeah. And just that experience alone, like, like made like I we could have went for one night, went there and left. I would have been like, that was the best trip to Portland ever. Yeah. You know, and yeah. it, it
0: honestly did that up until that point of Portland. It was a highlight and it's still very memorable. And I don't think that you could duplicate that experience. Oh, yeah. Like I don't think we could take a different group of people back, yeah, and make that happen again. Yeah. It was the right time, the right moment, just happened, which and we spent what three hours there. Oh yeah, we were there for a long it's time. A long time. We basically had to like cross off numerous breweries off our list oh, yeah. that day because of that, but it was totally worth it. Yeah, 100%. I just remember the
1: the server going, "Where are you going to next?" and you're like. Oh, this, 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 and then it came in like he's like, "Well, if you guys want to go gigantic, it's right down the road. Yeah. I get off here in like half an hour."
0: Gigantic wasn't on the list. Well, it was on the list, but it was like, like later maybe. in the day. A later, yeah, art, Like was, If we had it have was time. a maybe, yeah, because yeah. we can get gigantic here yeah. in Colorado. But I'm so glad we did because that was just another part of the experience. Yeah. Because the waiter met us there. Yeah, yeah. He was like, if you guys want
1: to go have a beer? That's where I go after work. More yeah. Less. Phil was like, "Let's go." <laughs>
0: Yeah, so after Hub, we went to to Gigantic and we experienced that, and their tap room was not what I expected. It was tiny. They have more out going on outside than yeah. they do inside.
1: But I was amazed how tiny it was and um, how small the inside was. How quick it was that you got so in, dude. It when was we
0: got there, there was a line going out the door, and then every beer you had to get, there was a line. Yeah. But you didn't wait for more than five minutes, Yeah, they were in and out.
1: They were very knowledgeable about the beer. Like, yeah. uh, That's the only place I think I decided to go do pints instead of doing tasters just because of the line. I didn't want to hold up the line. Yeah. But I was like, when I was looking at what they had on tap, I was kind of crossing out of, okay, I could get that in Colorado. I could get that in Colorado. I, I was doing that. the same and thing. Then, I can oh, do Oh, those I can't. You yeah. know, I want that. Which. Yeah really helped out and but um which that's where it amazed me was i was like hub is an awesome brewery they're gigantic compared to gigantic <laughs> but <Yeah. laughs> you can get gigantic out here or for hub like it's they can't yeah get there
0: and there were a lot of beers on tap there that you can't get here in colorado oh, they yeah. had a lot of special releases and a couple of um special a couple of like Um, collaborations that we couldn't get here now
1: we're pushing about friday about five o'clock so it started really busy it was really busy it was
0: like the end of the day um but the patio experience was unbelievable we had different
1: people we
0: had a good time so basically everybody in our group was talking to someone besides other people in our group so i was talking to some random dude about soccer and i don't even like soccer and um like Jake and Phil are talking to the waiter yep. who lives there, and Ben is talking. and
1: Jeff are talking. Ben's off talking Ben's to some a, random yeah, guy, yeah, some
0: random person. And so we're all basically just like intermingled into yeah. the community, and it was, it was really cool. I, honestly, at that point, I after the Hub experience, I was kind of in a bit of a haze. Oh yeah, because everything that happened at Hub was really quick and we drank a lot. Oh yeah. We drank a lot. Oh yeah. <laughs> and so i was i was like kind of in a bit of a haze so it was nice to just like chill for a second and i i honestly think i only had one beer at gigantic. I know i didn't check any beers in there. Yeah. because it was just so much going on and well since
1: we're dispersed i had one beer and i was talking to the guy from the hopworks and yeah. talking about and like how that brewery's grown so much and I, he was talking about how he wanted to get into the brewing area and so um I end up going like he was like hey do you want a second and I was like sure so that's when I got my second beer but um yeah that was the only place I actually ordered two pints that I was like holy crap like after the high of hub I could start feeling it like you know okay the beer's kicking in and towards my thinking was um are we going to call it here? Are we going to end the day kind of looking for you and then like, go like trying to get a read off you. What are we doing from here on out? Like, cause I know we have a shit ton of beer in the the car. Yeah. Um, We still have other stuff we want to knock off and kind of trying to get where you're sitting at, you know, drinking wise. Cause we kind of yeah. do that when we go, when we go do our, you know, day drinking kind of stuff. We, don't want to push our limits because one of us is driving, but me and you were neither of us is driving, right? But well, I don't
0: think at that point
1: Jeff had had maybe two, yeah. If that, yeah, yeah, it was just kind of funny. Like we're trying to gauge where we're at and then gauge where the group's at, and then we decided, hey, let's go to Cascade, yeah, Cascade, A- and that was one not Which on my list.
0: I was surprised that, y- and I. I'm not sure, but I think you did actually say, "Let's go to Cascade." Yeah, and I was shocked because Jake does not like sours, and I don't. And Cascade
1: does primarily sour yeah, beers. ninety-five percent of their beers yeah. are gonna be sour. But I thought, for me, I could go there. Everybody else could have a beer and I have a have, good time. Have a water and just relax. And
0: oh, you wanted to have a water. I huh? wanted. I, I
1: actually <laughs> wanted to step away for a bit, yeah. but. We got there, and the guy was, they were serving a beer that was um, warm, like a hot beer, and I was like, what's that? And he's like, this is this, and you know. It's Glue Creek. Glue Creek. Glue Creek is the name of that beer. That was an yeah. awesome beer. Yeah. Like I'm like, is it sour? He's like, no, do you want to try it? So he poured me a little taster, and I'm like, oh, I'll take a half a pint of that. Yeah. I remember, oh, hey, giving it to you, going, oh, you got to try this. Gave it to Ben. Gave it to Phil. And he never wanted to give it back. Like he drank like half of my yeah. fucking beer.
0: It's a so it's a hot beer.
1: It's a hot beer. It's a
0: beer that's served at a hundred and sixty yeah. degrees. It's really weird, <laughs> but it's a blend of two different beers. Yeah. So they blend their Bing and their sour pie cherry beer together to create the glue creek. And apparently, it's a traditional beer. Like, it's it's something that we should have heard about before. Yeah. Apparently, but it, I don't know your reaction whenever he suggested it is You were like, "What?
1: No, I don't no. want a warm beer." And he was like, "No, no, yeah, you, you, really, w- need you really need to need try, to try it. this." Yeah, I was like, "Okay, let me try it." And he gave like just a little splash, and I was like, "I want a, I want a half pint of that." Yeah, and then and after
0: it was th- dude, just the like what he had to do just to give you like a taste of it. Yeah. Like he had to go through this like whole process. Yeah. To give you just a taste of it. Yeah. And then you were like, Oh yeah, I'll have one of those and he was like, Oh yeah, of course you will. <laughs> yeah.
1: But he poured it then I went and gave it to you guys and then you guys had like full pours. Yeah. They're like you finished I was like, All right, to the next brewery you're like, no, no, we want a pint of the hot beer. <laughs> I'm like But I already drank the hot beer. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it was good. And I I was really surprised by Cascade. I didn't expect it to be as good as it was you by know, any
1: means. I'm not a fan of the Sour Beers. And that place, like, I f- might go back to it. But for me, that was... Did I have it going the wrong way? Yeah. Pop and stop. Chinese pop and stop. <laughs> um, Made in Boulder. <laughs> I, would, I would recommend uh, other people to... Like actually check that place out because their their brewery was cool. Their taps like the barrels were right on the wall, and then it's not the barrels that you know you know they have yeah. the taps behind yeah. them, but it was just the way it was formatted like laid out. They had they had a like every place in Portland has a huge like open outside area, but when we got there it was raining a little yeah. bit, so um, we we're we we're inside. There's nobody sitting outside, but it was kind of cool to see that like it was a nice little bar kind of like yeah. it wasn't huge where everybody was spread out they kind of pushed everybody together and you know you got to talk to people around there
0: yeah and uh that was that was pretty much the end of our day 2 um and oh yeah commons yeah i forgot about commons we we did yeah I forgot all about commons um commons is and it was right down the road yeah it was like it was, maybe it was real close commons
1: was probably the most gorgeous
0: brewery i've ever been in in my
1: life uh for them what i remember i love the brewery like their location the building that they're in the building was unbelievable yeah um how they're built they like the building was gigantic and they are like in this middle of it in the bathrooms and the you know the bar but the brewery kind of surrounded it with the bar being on one side. And the you bar kinda, was kind of the middle of it. Yeah. Like
0: it was all in the middle of everything. And then,
1: but you could kind of look, peek around the corner and yeah. see everything. But remembering there, the service wasn't that great because I was kind of docked in the guy. And I, I think he was kind of playing me as, okay, you've been drinking all day. Um, Am I at that point that I got to stop serving you? And I get that, you know? Yeah. So, because I, I actually ordered a flight and he's like no how about you just get half a beer so i just all right well what would you recommend um i didn't check in anything over there and i think i was just trying to but we're all spread out and phil was pretty gone by then yeah, phil was phil so. was pretty
0: gone but yeah that was the biggest thing that stood out to me was just the atmosphere um it was basically a huge like i don't know old warehouse yeah that had amazing open rafters gigantic roofs and it for as packed as it was in there it was super quiet because the like the ceilings were so high and oh there was yeah. so, like
1: room for the as many people as in there like for a friday night there yeah. was tons of people in there but it felt like there was maybe 50
0: yeah yeah but it w- it was a good part of the trip i would love to go back and check it out again yeah. just because like you said by that point i don't I don't really remember the beers. I remember some of the conversations we had. A um, couple of the locals, you know, came up to our group and were chatting with us, and yeah. I I remember some of those conversations, but I don't remember the beers. Um, but that was kind of the end of our day. Yeah, uh, we went back to the house after that and had a nice little steak dinner. And oh, the ride back was the ride back scary was hilarious. But, uh, hilarious at the yeah, same time. Yeah, Phil was uh, off the charts drunk and that was that was an experience we learned a lot about the entire group on that ride back <laughs> well uh, a lot we, about we, phil
1: phil we learned wife. about safe words safe there's, there's well safe words th- started before that but yeah they, yeah. they got used a lot <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. to try to make phil stop talking but he just kept going on yeah phil but even though how <sighs> intoxicated phil was those steaks and everything he made that night were phenomenal
0: yeah even though he like, slammed every cabinet door in that entire house <laughs> he was mad at those cabinet uh, doors why don't these have automatic closers I was like where's the soft closers <laughs> at in these my, cabinets do my doors have soft closers like well these don't so stop, cl- yeah. stop slamming them uh but you know we had a good meal and a good night's sleep and we woke up for day three yep. which we were all hung over for oh yeah Day three was a shit show. We were all hungover. It took us forever to get up and get up out for of the Jeff, house. Who was
1: like bouncing around to go around a marathon? Yeah,
0: Jeff went and ran in the woods. Yeah, and uh, we actually lost Jeff that day. Jeff went MIA. Um, but while he was off running in the woods, we decided to hop in the van and check out the the Columbia River Gorge. Yep. And do a little bit of sightseeing, uh we went to some falls, yeah, we checked out Joaquina Falls, which was beautiful. It was an amazing hike up uh, really it was a really super easy hike. It was all paved, and to me, that was better than than Maltama, yeah, because
1: there was not a lot of people there. there
0: wasn't that many people there the you, The Malt-Nama was like. The um, main attraction. It was like the main attraction. They had a gift shop and all this
1: other stuff.
0: And it was beautiful, but it just wasn't. Well, kind to know. find
1: out there was that trail that you could connect the we two. We could have done the two, yeah. Yeah, but there ain't no way me and Ben would have been like, what are yeah, we doing? Fat guys <laughs> on a trail. Doesn't always yeah. uh, doesn't always work out. It's so not well. like a rickshaw or something I could order to yeah. <laughs> take from one side to the other.
0: Yeah, so that, that portion of the sightseeing trip, I, that killed pretty much our whole morning. And. It wasn't it was, until, like, probably 1.30 or 2 in the afternoon that we were all, like, kind of over our hangover and ready to go drink a little beer. Well,
1: I think that, like, was, like, refreshing because you had those falls and that f- that water just hitting off those rocks and you're getting yeah. that mist. Yeah. And, y- you know, you showered that morning, but you're still trying to get up But that, like, it was, like, just that... W- air just hitting you with that that little bit of water and you're just standing there and you're just like waking up, you know, you're just hearing the thunder of it and yeah. you're just like this is awesome, you know, and then going to the other one, it was freaking huge and just water yeah. falling off of it. And just thinking of like how how it's all shaped and everything and going into that little tourist area and seeing all that like that was phenomenal. Like I was like, okay, I understand like this is a little probably tourist trap little area, but yeah. Like if I came out with my family, I would definitely go back to that. That was beautiful. It was relaxing. It was, you know, just one like at any point I was not like, oh, yeah, we're supposed to be drinking beer today. Like it yeah. was like, man, I could get a sandwich and sit out here and relax. Yeah. Now, if there was a brewery there, it made it a hundred times better. But
0: <laughs> well, the first brewery we went to that day wasn't that far away. Thunder yep. Island was Uh-oh. just a skip from there yeah. and the scenery was insane oh yeah
1: like i don't if we would have voted i don't think we were left for the rest of the day
0: um no yeah. i i could have easily stayed there for the whole oh, rest yeah. of the day thunder island brewing is right on the columbia river and it overlooks thunder island and on one side you have the hills with waterfalls and beautiful trees and then you look across the river and you have the exact same thing going on across the river but that's in washington yeah and it was that one spot to me is probably the best setting for a brewery i've ever experienced in my life and the beers were really
1: really good too they were phenomenal Yeah. Like I was that's where made the point of I could have had a pint of each of those beers and sit. Yeah. All day long. They're Kolsch. Kolsch was oh so (laughs) awesome. Like but it was like one of those breweries, like you're just thinking, like, this is what beer is all about. Yeah. The place you could chill, it had good atmosphere, they had um wood fire going on, you could smell it. It's just just like It was everything. Put the majority
0: together. of their like seating is outside. Oh yeah. And so I was talking to one of the bartenders about it, and I was like, "So, what do you guys do in the wintertime?" And he goes, "Everybody still sits outside."
1: Yeah, they had a whole bunch of heaters. And yeah, they had, he, they just had a
0: bunch of heaters, and he's he said it doesn't matter. Everybody sits outside, and he said it's just as great in the winter as it is in the summertime, and or in the spring when we were there. So it's uh if if you go i would make a day an a, like a good day where you have the full like from the time you go to get breakfast to the time you are ready to come home in the evening just doing the the Columbia River yep. Gorge you have Freem brewing up there you have thunder Ma- or um thunder island yep. backwoods backwoods uh, backwoods uh, is unbelievable man. Walking Man was good, so See, after after we did Thunder Island, we went to Walking we Man. We have two
1: different reviews of that. Like you Do we? thought, you thought it was good. We could have, we could have probably skipped it. I th- I feel like we could have sp- skipped it, and I, mean, I felt uh, like it was actually really good, and I'm glad we went. Cool. So that, I remember leaving that, and you're just like, uh yeah, I should have probably researched that more because I I don't know if it was everybody. Didn't have a good time, but I thought it. I had a great time. I thought it was a cool little brewery underneath it's the more building. Like, it was
0: more like a dive bar yeah. to me than a brewery, and the beers were all okay, and the food was okay yeah. to me. So like I I could have skipped that. Like to me, I was like, eh, well, I, I we probably could have just ran right past that. If and,
1: we went past that and went to Backwoods, which was next on the list, and got their pizza. Yeah, I could see the point. Because I did pizza eat. was I, was. At, we ate at Walking Man, but we could smell the pizza. And at, everybody was
0: ordering that pizza. Uh, Every table around us had a pizza except for us. And
1: we're just sitting there looking like, man, do we need to order a pizza? Here? <laughs> like,
0: well, Phil and I talked about it. We we're like, well, let's just order a pizza just to see what it's like. Yeah. And at that point, we had already had a taster tray and you and I had ordered a pint. Yeah. And we were like, well, if we're going to do it, we need to do it now because
1: it's going to take some time. It's going to take some
0: time. And we we didn't end up doing it. Well,
1: ultimately. I think you guys ask about it and they're like, oh, yeah, we're like 45 minutes behind yeah. on the pizza. And they're yeah. like, oh, yeah, we're our, through our tasters. We did yeah. our draft like yeah. that place like backwoods. Um, I did a little bit more research on it because the brewery itself is just phenomenal. Um, but it's in such a little town. Their town is only, like, 2,000 people. Yeah. Dude, there's 41,000 in Windsor. Yeah. And we have one brewery. They're in a town of 2,000, and they're keeping hold. Like, that place was packed. Packed. On a Saturday. Jam packed. Yeah. Like, it was like, you got to be freaking kidding me. Because I just remember, I was like, man, they didn't seem like, I was like, there's a brewery in this town? Like, it's like passing through freaking Alt, and there's a brewery in Alt, you know? If you
0: go just across the back across the bridge back into Oregon, yeah. it's free. Yeah. So, uh, for for that to be right there, like you just crossed the bridge, Backwoods was unbelievable. Yeah. Plus they had awesome beers. They had awesome merchandise. Yeah. I still order their um, hop chapstick. Oh, I've been really? ordering it online ever since. Yeah.
1: Uh, I used hop their uh, soap once. Yeah, that was not a good idea. What,
0: you didn't like smelling like hops?
1: No, I love smelling like hops. It just made me feel like sticky. <laughs> like, you're like washing with it, like you got out of the shower and was like, I need to take another shower. That's good. That's how you feel clean. Uh, no, no. I, and for me, that wasn't how I felt clean. Yeah. So it was like I used a soap and I threw it away. Like, yeah. I. Love the smell of it. It was awesome, but yeah, that was it. But I still, I got my Backwoods hat on. I wear it all the time.
0: Yeah, I still, yeah, I still wear my Backwoods hat a lot. So, and you know, I, I forget who. Well, I do remember who it was. Someone fell in love with the waitress that we had there and didn't want to leave. And, but that that brewery is one that I'll definitely go back to. Backwoods is all the beers that I had there were unbelievable. Uh, the The porter was good. They had Spruce Springsteen, which was their winter warmer that they put spruce tips into. And that one I was shocked by because I didn't expect it to be as good as it was. And mainly because I was... I forget when I got to it in the... In the, um,
1: the rotation? In
0: the rotation, I was like, man... I don't know that I'm going to like this. It's got spruce tips in it. Like it just tastes like it's going to taste like a tree to me or seems like it's going to taste like a tree to me. And it, it didn't, it was, uh, it was actually nice. The cinnamon came through pretty well and
1: I enjoyed it. For our listeners out there, what me and Matt usually do at some breweries I go to, we order just one taster tray. We each have a taste of each beer and then, and then we, draft. we draft and, yeah. That one was probably one of the hardest drafts. That was a tough draft. We actually sat for a little while and said, I need some time Uh, to come up with my my strategy for this draft. Because we knew what what other would pick, but you want to try to counteract that other pick to get the other beer you wanted. Yeah. So <laughs> it was it. like we
0: were we were picking based on what we thought the other guy was going to pick yeah. to make sure that when that last beer came down we got what we wanted yeah and
1: it, it came like it was like the nfl draft like yeah calling in a trade like hey dude i'll let you have this one if you let me have this dude let me think about that yeah <laughs> <You> know, like
0: <laughs> yeah coming down like it's funny whenever we and that was actually the trip that we came up with the draft. Yeah, that was like And I don't remember which brewery we came up with it at, but we decided that okay, we have these beers left. Let's we know them. which ones we love, so we're gonna draft them. I think and we it was did all that at about
1: Breakside. Like me and you shared a tray and they had a tray. Yeah, and yeah. I'm like, okay, let's just draft. You pick one, I'll yeah. pick one, and then when we go to the next brewery, I'll start the picking. Yeah. And it came down to like I think you had the first pick, and I'm like, oh, f- Freaking oh a.
0: fuck, you know he's gonna pick the double IPA. I know, like, don't <laughs> pick the double IPA. <laughs> don't.
1: But then you picked uh, this, or uh, you went like you picked the double IP and I was like, "Crap!" So I picked something else, and you picked the sour. You're like, "That's a waste of a draft pick," because you know I would pick <laughs> <take> the <laughs> sour, <laughs> you asshole.
0: Yeah, it's uh, the, the drafting is a lot of fun. So if you're ever out with your buddy and you yep. guys do a, a sampler tray together, just take a little sip out of all of them. Yep. And then whatever's left, draft. Just yeah. be like, all right, I get this one, I get the porter, you get the stout, and blah, blah, blah. You yeah. just kinda go through it. Makes for a lot of fun. So um
1: But that was our one of our largest drafts we've ever that had. That was one <laughs> of the
0: largest drafts. There were probably, man, I'm saying Um
1: by my count, I checked in twelve different beers there. So I think and I checked. I don't, don't
0: even e- did you check in every beer. I don't think you did. No, there's
1: three beers that they didn't have posted on Untapped. I think they had their stout barrel aged. I think they had their IPA, APA or maybe their IPR, their RA, their uh, Indian Red Ale. I think they had a single hop part of it. And then there was another beer they didn't have on untapped. Right. So um, I remember the tray being 15 because um, it regularly held 12 and we had three extras on top. So that was, yeah, that was phenomenal. Um, their triple year... Triple IPA was probably hands down one of the best beers I drank that day. Um, so, like, that place, like, it is, like, how I said, you go back. I'll probably go to Portland, but you take the kids and the family up to the falls, and then you just take that. You go to Thunder Island. Go to Backwoods. Yeah. Eat there, because everybody would probably love that pizza. Yeah. And then... You know, just probably head back. You know, we went to one more place after that. Amnesia. Yep. And but after probably after Backwoods, like we could have stayed at Thunder Island or we could have stayed at Backwoods.
0: Yeah, I was disappointed by amnesia and I don't know that it was their fault. They had recently just moved from Portland to the Washington side, yeah, to Vancouver and their brewery wasn't completely set up. So I don't know that that was their fault because I had heard really great things about amnesia. And so I don't know. I can't feel, I don't feel like I can blame them for the experience we had there. They were out of probably 75% of the beers that we wanted to try. They they didn't have, I mean, they didn't even have stickers. Yeah. We wanted to, we're like, Hey, can we have a sticker? And the guy was like, um, yeah, we don't have any, uh, hang on a minute. And he went and got a magnet off of one of their beer fridges in the back and, and brought it, it to me like, he's like oh here you go
1: and yeah, a lot of their beers i didn't rate that high i think i was on you know downturn you know about yeah. done with it you know well and there there was quite a
0: gap between backwoods and amnesia there I think was we was probably an hour drive yeah we
1: stopped a bit and Lots um, of scenery to yeah. see. Yeah, so and Phil pulled over, and we walked to, like, this end of the road and looked over, like, this almost like a farm on the You're river. Right. Yeah. That was yeah. beautiful. Like, yeah. I was glad about that stuff. You kind of really just needed to get out, get some air. Yeah. Um, See what, you know, the Washington, Portland, you know, Oregon border was all about. But yeah. that was a nice, you know, I think also for Phil because he was driving the whole day. He just wanted to get out a little extra. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But it was, and it was raining that day. Oh yeah, it It was. was, But it it rained that whole day. But it wasn't like downpour. It was like, it It seemed like every
0: time we'd go into a bar, it would rain. Yeah, and then we'd come out and it'd stop.
1: Yeah, but it was like maybe a light drizzle by then, so it was nothing you couldn't be like out in. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just seeing that, like, you know, living in Colorado, versus the beauty of Colorado. Um, for me, if there was options to move i think portland would be one of those options in a minute in yeah yeah in a minute because those falls like i was phil was driving i had like backseat to myself because jeff didn't go so i started getting like all cozy and getting ready for like this long drive to the falls and i'm starting to like maybe drowse off and you're like we're here and i'm like pop my head open like (laughs) are you freaking kidding me i'm it's been like fifteen, twenty <laughs> minutes, and we're barely outside of Portland. You're telling telling me we were outside, yeah, you were at the yeah. falls. Like, that was awesome. And then just taking that nice drive through scenery, and then hitting a brewery, and then driving a little bit, hitting up another brewery. Yeah. And it just like for the day before, where it was just like get in the car, brewery, get in the car, brewery, get in the car, brewery, to actually everybody to sit and talk about the beers about that brewery. And before we got to the next one, yeah. was actually really cool. It was.
0: And you know, like we said, amnesia was it was on the list. We had a good time. Yeah. We had some beers there. Yeah. Nothing memorable. Yeah. From from amnesia, we went back to the house and then headed out to get burgers at Joe's Burgers, which was, was a good burger place, I thought. Oh yeah, it
1: was really awesome. Nice little not really like a fast food burger place, but um, you know, it didn't take that long, uh, to get a burger. It's kinda one of those uh Get your number. Sit down. You know, make your order. But yeah. it was well worth the wait. You know, we were kind of all sitting there going, "How long does it take to make a burger?" And yeah, it was kind of well worth the wait down there.
0: Yeah, I think Phil was a little disappointed because he had big plans for the the dinner that night, and, and no everybody was kinda nobody like, really nah. wanted to do
1: it. We didn't want to go to a two hour long wait dinner. We were like, yeah. hey, look, Burger Place. Let's eat there." Yeah, let's <laughs> just get a
0: burger. <laughs> So, after that, we laid low that night. uh, Well, not really laid low. We basically went out uh, to some rooftop bar that that Phil had wanted to go to. A little too fancy for me. Yeah. Uh, I still had a good time because Phil was feeding me uh, glasses of whiskey one after another. (laughs) He was basically just... Every time I had an empty glass, he was bringing me Maker's Mark yeah. one after another. He
1: just wanted to stay out, it, you know, one thing to say about that rooftop, the the view up there was amazing.
0: Yeah, the city um, was yeah. to see the city like that was really cool. Uh,
1: but for me that was not like one of the places I felt comfortable in, but no. it was it was pretty cool just to go see and see the the t- the city at night. Um And just kind of check out. It was no rain at all. It had like a cooler breeze to it. So it was a nice night.
0: Yeah. The heaters at least kept us warm. And it was, uh, I felt underdressed pretty much the entire time. But uh, we got a good night's sleep. And uh, we were all pretty hungover the next morning whenever we hit up uh, the iconic Voodoo Donuts.
1: Well, I think when we got home, we realized uh, we had two or three... Extra bottles we could not pack away. Oh, yeah. And yeah. you can't let beer go to waste. So Yeah,
0: Jake and I had actually sent ourselves a giant box so that we could have something to ship beer, beer back home. <laughs> and we realized, oh, wait, we don't have enough space for, yep. for all these beers. So... Yeah, we ended up drinking a couple yeah, of them we, that night.
1: We, we we couldn't let them go to waste, and I think we're like everybody else is looking at us like we're they're packing and we're just like popping bottles. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> it's our last
0: night in Portland. Yep. And uh, yeah, but I was definitely hurting the next day. Whenever yeah. we went to Voodoo Donuts, we oh had to yeah. stand in line for Voodoo, and I was I was hurting. Yeah, was hurting just real bad.
1: Just waiting for that, and you kind of you're in that line. You're have a hangover and you're just like waiting like is this really worth it is this really yeah. worth it and then you get the donut and you eat it and you're like holy crap it's like heroin <laughs> yeah it's <laughs> totally worth it. it that was really worth it and th- you know they
0: have voodoo in denver now but it's not the same as getting it in portland like it's yeah, it's something that if you go to portland you, you got to do. you got to check it out
1: i was worried they're going to be kind of like um soup Nazi kind of thing because of the line how it was kept going oh and yeah it happened. was very organized I if I, did, if I didn't have my order ready and I wanted to think about it they're like no donut for <laughs> you get out <laughs> <laughs> so I was like I'm just gonna get a chocolate donut and everyone was like why look at all the get something else so I was like no, no 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 I'm just getting chocolate donut because I don't want to get up there and be like
0: um I thought you got the Homer Simpson who got no, the Homer Simpson I don't I, I,
1: I think Ben did Ben, ben did I yeah. wanted to get it I had, but I was just like man that thing it looks like it's just whole bunch of sugar it was and it was massive yeah yeah
0: so uh, that kind of wrapped it up we were leaving that day yep and um so we were all just kind of trying to get our head back on straight so that we could get to the airport and uh
1: and get out of town yeah get uh the rental car back um they had an earlier flight than us yeah i think we had a flight around noon so um Got them dropped off. Yeah, we hang out, hang out, hung out, had some lunch. A yeah,
0: and uh, that lunch was helpful. Yeah. Had another beer at lunch. Yeah. <laughs> kind of straightened me out a little <laughs> bit before we got back on the airplane. Uh, but that that pretty much wraps up our trip to Portland. Uh, it was a great trip. Yep, want to do it again, and uh, um, want to not only go to Portland again, but also do another another beercation like yes. that again with the same people. Well, some, some of the same people. Some of the same people. Yeah. Yeah. So do you have anything else you want to add about the trip before we sign off?
1: Oh, no. I thought it was um awesome trip. Like, th- this was one of, I think, our first beer cations. Um, if you want to do a beer cation, I think Portland is one of those cities, like, for a first one, is well worth the, the shot.
0: Yeah. I, it was our first, I guess, dedicated
1: beer cation. Yeah.
0: We'd done, like many beer cations in vegas and and other times like many you know yeah while we
1: could get away let's run over there yeah
0: but uh that was our first like dedicated beer cation and it was it was very memorable something
1: i'll never forget and definitely want to do it again thanks for joining us for part one of part two of this series be sure to listen to part two uh, of our guide to beer cations we'll be Offering our tips and tricks of planning a craft beer vacation of your own.
0: Visit thehopheadsguide.com for more uh, beer and brewery profiles. Check out the online store. All purchases on our website go straight to the bottom line. Keeping the Hopheads guiding your
1: way through the galaxy. Email questions, show suggestions, and trade beer requests, but we can't promise we'll fulfill those. Yeah. (laughs) to podcast at hopheadsguide.com. You can also follow us at the Hopheads Guide to the Galaxy on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.